You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with. Guess who's back? Back, back again. again. Blur Vision's back. back. Tell, Tell a friend. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Hey, Guess guys. Back. <laughs> Did you miss us? Oh, it's me, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows who you are, Michael. But yeah, guys. Do they, though? <laughs> yeah. I almost didn't get to the Aquaman screening because they don't. nobody knows who I am. I mean, to be fair, no one knows it's, who I am either then. No, your name was on the list. I go... Black gay comic geek? They're like, who? <laughs> Dijon Hansu? Who? I'm like, but do you have blurred vision on the? Oh, yeah, blurred vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can bring anybody he wants. Because they yeah, know my name on. does not mean they come know on. who I am. <laughs> but yeah, just spoilers. We saw the Aquaman uh, movie uh, like three weeks early. Yes. Thank you, Warner Brothers. ever seen the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Mike was like, I think we're moving on up, man. I'm like, nah. They just want to make sure people will say good things about this movie before it comes out. <laughs> yeah. Guys, guys, guys. It's better than Justice League. <laughs> that's all we can. That's all we can really say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we say anything else, WB agents are gonna come through the window and kill us both. Yeah, it's definitely better than Justice they're League. Gonna, they're gonna send the real Black Manta to come kill us. <laughs> uh, but yeah, hmm. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I had fun. Yes, that's all we can say. <laughs> yes. So put that in your your cap and smoke it until the twenty first. Is that when it comes out? The movie comes out the twenty first. But if we want to do like like a review, non-spoiler or anything like that, we have to wait to the 11th. Okay, so maybe we'll do like a quick non-spoiler review in the 11th or whenever that is for when for, we record. Yeah, when we record, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but until then, we have a jam-packed episode this week. Unfortunately, do we? Michael hasn't seen half of it. <laughs> I was going to say, so do, do, do we? <laughs> like, I was like, all right. You know, is it that jam-packed? Last week, you know, I was... I was just dumb tired. That's why we didn't have the podcast. It was because it was we literally. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan has new friends, guys. He doesn't have time for me anymore. <laughs> I'm hanging out with the other Michael, who is also the Arbor Power Rangers Unworthy. Yeah, I'm being replaced. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, he doesn't want to be on the podcast one day because he loves Naruto and wants to do like a full Naruto review one day. I won't be here that day. <laughs> <laughs> there can only be one Michael on the podcast. I have nothing to contribute. What am I going to say about Naruto? I'm like, yeah. Just nod your head. Yeah. Just like what you're going to be doing when I talk about Creed 2 and Wreck-It Ralph today. Just nod your head. Like, yeah, okay. But cool. I at least seen Creed the first. The first I, I have references. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, for uh, Unworthy was last weekend, like filming it for Saturday and Sunday. We've got one more day this Wednesday coming up to finish filming. But after those two days in a row, I was exhausted. So rather than come on here and be like, hey, guys, an episode of Blur Vision. I was like, you know what? Let's just skip this week. Uh as much as it hurt, pains me to do so, you know. And it's Thanksgiving weekend, it so. Didn't, it didn't pain him that much. He didn't want to see me. That's it did. I want to talk about Creed. It's the thing. This is gonna be a lot. This week is gonna be a lot of what happened in that. Because <laughs> I saw mostly everything last week. Like I saw Creed two before last week's podcast. Yeah, I tried to see 
I tried to see Creed last Saturday before we recorded. I had an 11 o'clock showing, and I fell asleep. I, wow. I, didn't, I didn't even make the show. Did you pay for it? Well, I used one of my uh, A-list uh, things. Oh, fucking A-list guy over here. Oh, fancy. <laughs> fancy schmancy. And I tried to get it back. I was like, can I get my credit back? They was like, no. Wow. <laughs> racist. Well, I saw Creed 2 Thursday night. So literally the night it came out. No, no. No, no, no. Actually, Tuesday night. Remember I told you because Thursday was Thanksgiving, so they're releasing Creed 2 early. So I literally saw it over two weeks ago. Wow. No, I couldn't see it yesterday because we saw Aquaman and we're recording super early today, so I can't see it today. Our schedule's all fucked up. (laughs) Speaking of schedules, we also have the commentary track we should record. I know my sister doesn't listen to this, but happy birthday, sister. Happy birthday, Michael says birthday. It's my sister's birthday, so we got to record early because I got shit to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But, um... Speaking of being out of schedule, we're gonna record. We should we should record our commentary track for the month of November next week. So we're a little bit late on that, but you know, with our hectic schedules going on, what can be done? Um, but aside from Creed two and Wreck It Ralph two, both sequels Michael hasn't seen. <laughs> we've got DC TV of the week, except Titans, because we both forgot that was a thing. <laughs> Which is yeah. sad. I, and I, funny. And the only reason I remembered because I saw somebody post that they're watching Titans. And I was like... Didn't Chris from Mechanic Count Quest literally ask us about our pains on the new Titans? Well, that was last week's episode. I, I didn't saw, even see that one. I saw last week's episode. I just didn't see yesterday's... what Third Friday's episode. Ah, uh, okay. I'm, I'm too behind then. I haven't seen either. I'm too behind on everything else. Well, Wait, all, so almost, did, you, did you not see any DC TV? No, no, no. I saw Flash and Arrow. So you didn't see Black Lightning or Supergirl? No. What the fuck? Why do I why I bother watching them? Because <laughs> I even tried going back and like watching all of Black Light. Like I was like behind like three episodes, so I tried watching all three in a row. And eh, probably not a good idea because I was just like, oh, I'm getting bored. Like <laughs> to the second episode, I just got one more to watch. Um, there are some things I actually liked. That is happening in Black Lightning in the last couple oh, episodes. Oh, it's not too black. Oh, my God. That is not a thing. <laughs> literally, someone, <laughs> someone listens to the podcast sent me a message saying, yo, I literally listened to the episode where you supposedly said too black, and it was Michael that said that. He, he spun it on you. I'm like, yes. I didn't say nothing. Yes, you did. <laughs> you said, mm, there was some things that was a little too black. <laughs> I didn't say the phrase too black. I said You imply you didn't use you I didn't use the it. literal you didn't use the literal words that it was too black. <laughs> no, I didn't. But that that's what your uh subtext was. <laughs> was it though? Yes. Okay. But uh so I guess yeah, if you haven't even seen Black Lightning, but you still the last two episodes? What? No, I said I, I'm behind You've seen the new one. I, I'm the, behind two episodes on Black Lightning and I'm behind two episodes on Supergirl. Oh wow! But I'm caught up on Flash and Arrow. <laughs> so literally, the only episode that you've seen that I've also seen was the one that you talked about last week or the week before last week. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> God damn it. Um. But we both saw Goblin Slayer. And funny enough, it was. A sh- I was like, I don't feel like watching these shows. <laughs> I'd rather play. Thank I- you. <laughs> Thank you. Yo, like, I swear to God, I'm like. I have a choice. Either finish CW or, or play did. Pokemon. Oh, Pokemon. I'm wow. gonna play, I'm gonna, I have a Pokeball right now. I have a Sandshrew in here. I'm leveling him up. What? I'll get to that later. But <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk about it. But I was like, and I said, I said this in a group chat. I was like, which one do you guys think I should do? Play Pokemon or watch CW shows? And it was like, you can't go wrong with Pokemon. I was like, yeah, but if I, t- if I play Pokemon, I won't have nothing to talk about on the podcast. Talk about Pokemon. It was like, yeah, it was like, talk about Pokemon for half an hour. I was I'm like, interested. yeah, but that's not long enough to fill a three-hour show 
Well, I mean, you know, if I give because I watch watch something else. <laughs> if I give quick thoughts of Black Lightning and Supergirl, and you give quick thoughts of Pokemon, it kind of balances out. Um, because yeah, I want to understand. Because you literally, when you said that, yeah, I'm, I'm leveling up a sand little shrew in this Pokeball. When you picked it up, I didn't even know you had that. So when you lifted it into frame, I'm like, wait, that's what? Where I come from? And then it's glowing. So I'm like, what the fuck? You know what a sand shrew is? I know what a sand shrew is, but the fact that you're like massaging your Pokeball with and then somehow leveling it up, I don't. Well, you're not like playing with balls. Okay. <laughs> I feel like an old man. I'm like, what? These, these newfangled video games? I don't understand. I, mean, I legit don't understand. So like, it's like I a thing you carry around and it levels up your Pokemon? Yes. It's like like it glows and you can like move it around and like you feel it. Like move it around, you'll feel it vibrating. Oh, shit. Is there a battery in this? Well, you charge it. Like, like uh, plug it up. So what is this doing right now? That I'm massaging this little yes, thing. you're 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 playing with him basically, and he's happy. That sounds dirty. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually, once you once you play with him enough, and he gets super happy, I'm trying to see if it'll do it like within the next couple of seconds. So what's it gonna do? Like vibrate people, a lot? No, it'll be like a rainbow color that shows up. Oh, I saw that when you were doing it before. Oh, so that means he's like really happy. Then 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 he like starts gaining a level and stuff like that. You can even shake it, and it does that. That makes him happy. Shaking the shit out of him. Shaking, shaking his home like an earthquake. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Well, he is a Sandshrew. Wow. You kids. And then it also records games. It also records your steps. So the more you walk, that also helps level it up. So when you put huh. it back in the game, it'll say, you walk such and such steps and yada, yada, yada. And then your Pokemon. So it's will... like a pedometer plus a fidget spinner. Basically. Wow. Wow. Technology sure is crazy, you guys. So I feel yeah, like an old man. <laughs> That's the way you level them up. Okay. And it's only one Pokemon per whatever. Yeah, I'm interested. Not then. per day, but whenever you walk around. Okay. You can only put one at a time. Yeah, well, I want to hear you talk about that. Uh, we also saw Goblin Slayer, so we got that talk about the anime. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to get the news of the week, as per usual. But before we get to all that, we have iTunes reviews. Um, and iTunes is trash, so I have no idea what's new or recent. Apparently, the last time we did the iTunes reviews, Jacob told me that I was missing people. And I was like, what? iTunes sucks. I'm like, how does he know more than you? <laughs> hey man, he's a good secretary. <laughs> also, before we get into that, let's talk more about Unworthy. I want to know more about the process for the second episode. Oh, man. I, I mean, we were just talking about before the podcast started. I'm probably going to put that into the podcast. Um, but, I mean, you've seen the teaser we released this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. So, the footage of Unworthy 2, it's at the very end of that it's a, it's a funny skit teaser about a putty that's been pushed too far. I've been wanting to do that for a while. <laughs> um, and rather than do like a, you know, a, just a clip kind of teaser or a trailer, I decided to do like a funny thing for each preview of Unworthy since Unworthy's kind of heavy. So at the very end, we left footage for Unworthy 2. And that was actually the first time I've also seen what the, our new cinematographer slash director, uh, his compositions look like. And they look fucking great. I said look like Nolan-esque online. Somebody was like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's, it's not compared to Christopher Nolan here. I'm like, come on, asshole. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I'm talking about? It's like the color palette. It looks a lot you like. You can't make comparisons, Jordan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Internet. <laughs> but I, I, I feel like it looks like kind of like a Man of Steel. Kind of like Man of Steel-esque. You know what I mean? In terms yeah. of like how the, the image quality looks. Uh-huh. And it, 
I, I someone on YouTube went left a comment saying like, "Yo, did you guys get a budget for episode two? I'm like, "No, oh, not def- at all. oh, it definitely looks like you guys got a budget, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, when I saw it, I was like, "Yo, it looks like a Netflix special compared to our first episode, mm-hmm. especially." Uh huh. I don't know. I'm very happy with it. Um, but yeah, we're filming the last, uh, literally actually the third act, so the end of the the episode on Wednesday, and the episode should be coming out uh, December fifteenth if all goes well. But yeah, I'm excited, man. It's so crazy to see like when you write things and you imagine it, and then when it becomes real, and it's like, oh, that's what it looks like. <laughs> that's cool. I've had that happen to me one time. Like what? Where I wrote a one act play in high school and then they submitted it to like a drama competition or whatever and I won and yeah. so they performed it oh. and I got to watch it how'd it feel? it felt felt good right? I was like oh <laughs> this is this is what this is this is why people write and direct things <laughs> it wasn't like a full on production like they still had the script in their hand and stuff like that but they still did the they, whole they acted it out yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah, and they grabbed like a chair and like alright we're at the airport they didn't literally do that but yeah yeah. and it's, it makes me a appreciate like doing unworthy makes me appreciate all the things we like watch and review too because it's like you know it's like a microcosm of that bigger uh world of you know of of entertainment and media and stuff because like it's it's so crazy to me that like something like this and you could see it it started with one idea like i had the idea for powers unworthy and i just fell into the group of people who also shared that same idea could see the vision i kind of laid out on paper and was like yeah let's make this and to have all those different people coming together to make one person's vision kind of like become real is crazy. Uh, it's humbling. It's it makes me feel really good about you know what I'm doing, but also it's just really cool to see the process. It makes you appreciate like you know no thing we watch Arrow, Flat, whether it be a TV show, a movie, animation, whatever it is, like a bunch of people. Yeah, it's not done by one person. Yeah, a bunch of people had their hand in that to make it what it is. So it's like it also makes me like when people are like like blame a director for something like a director has an influence over something but a director can also only do so much it's about the sum of all the individual parts and make something what it is so it's, it's just funny to me now when we talk about like oh Zack Snyder he ruined the DCEU there's a lot of people that were around to Zack Snyder going yo that's a good idea we should do that like you know what I mean <laughs> yeah that that's true but but also at the end of the day the buck stop does stop, stop with Zack Snyder. So oh, yes, yes, for sure. Even <laughs> if somebody was in his ear saying, oh, yeah, that's totally a good idea, and it's not, he could have said no. Yeah. I'm not saying man had good ideas. I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> that it's just not It's just not him. It's like uh, so many other people that are involved in this stuff. And it's just, I don't know. It's cool. It's cool to be part of the process. But anyway, that's my writer, director, producer head on <laughs> back my that's my podcasting head <laughs> any other questions or do we get itunes reviews um rainbow ranger how long say it <laughs> i wasn't even gonna say i wasn't gonna say it. is this is this episode gonna be the same length as the other or this one gonna be longer or shorter um i think it's gonna be around the same i thought the script is longer the script is probably like five pages more the first script was like 19 20 pages this one's like 26 27 um there's definitely more dialogue. There's more drama. Um, and I, that's actually what makes me nervous because I was nervous for episode one too. But episode one was mostly action. Like That was going to be my next question. It's going to be, are we going to see more of them in like normal life? Yeah. This is like, you're now, now you're following this team of Rangers. And the first episode was kind of like about the multiverse and the Arbiter. And now we're kind of zeroing in on this team of main characters and like how they 
are going to handle the threat of the Arbiter. Um, and that's like the biggest challenge because, you know, like I said, if you were to put all the episodes in a row, I'm basically trying to make a movie. So the first episode is really the first act. Like the first season of Castlevania. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the first act is really just like action-packed intro. It's to get your attention. And it worked. But now it's like, oh, fuck. Now I have to make a story. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, now you have to care about the characters. Because if you don't care about the characters, why are you watching? Other than just like, oh, action scene. Oh, action scene. But to make those action scenes, and we talk about here all the time, to make those action scenes impactful, you got to at least have some <laughs> kind of care for the characters you're following. So now we're getting into like a little bit more acting and drama for the uh, the actors involved, including me. Um, I know this might be harder because there is no budget, but would there be a Zordon? Um, it's a lot easier to do Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> so to peel back the scenes a little bit, I am actively trying to avoid going to a command center or interacting with Zordon and Alpha. Not only for the story, because I feel like if, if they're introduced, it takes a lot of the desperation out of the, like, what's going on in the story right now. But, but how do you, how will you explain? Is there an explanation in the story? Yes. Like why they're. No. There is an explanation as to why we can't get in touch with them. Um, and it's really doubled down on the whole predator aspect or terminator aspect of the Arbiter. It's to make it feel desperate. If we can't contact people that might have answers or information, it makes the current situation more desperate. Um, but if I do get Zordon. Or if I do put Zordon in the, in the in the series, I want him to be at the very end, and I'm really I'm trying real hard to get the actual voice of Zordon to actually do like the the, the voiceover. Um, I think it's possible. I'll just go to a con and be like, "Hey, bro, <laughs> come on, dude, like, leave me alone. <laughs> come on, I'll take call, a- call my agent, <laughs> see what my price is. I'll make it easy enough where I can literally just be like, say this into the mic right now. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> That'd be cool though to have like like I don't do nothing for free. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll slide 10 bucks underneath the table like come on <laughs> I'll say it's for an autograph wink wink like 10 10 10 dollars what do you think I am a dollar whore that's true <laughs> for like more like 50 but you know what I mean <laughs> um but yeah I would love to have more stuff from like sure the Power Rangers canon to be part of the show so I'm trying to get like any ranger cameos like real rangers like JDF and stuff like about that alpha I've seen alpha cosplayers that, sh- that shouldn't be that hard um the problem with Alpha, though, is you have to go to the command center. Otherwise, like, no, why is he walking no, around? Maybe he's going shopping. He's going shopping? <laughs> yeah. They run into him at a Walmart. We do have access to an Alpha costume. Um, you know Patrick, the yeah. Grandry cosplayer? Yeah. Uh, Patrick.sky. That's what I was thinking. On Instagram. Because yeah. I was like, I, I know he has a... Yeah, he's willing to, to, to chip in for that or, or let us borrow it. So uh, Alpha is doable, but it's just how do we work it in um, organically into the story? That's what I'm all about. I'm all about having a story and then having... Like, you're trying to figure out where things would fit in that are cool, rather than like, oh, that'd be cool. Let's make a story around that. You know what I mean? It's like the other way around. I already got a story. Oh, no. (laughs) What? So, the command center needs money, right? Uh Uh-huh. Because it takes a lot of money to run all that technology. Okay. So, a robot's got to do what a robot's got to do. So, Alpha is a- a, What? He's a sex robot. (laughs) What? (laughs) You mean Alpha is a sex bot? He's a sex bot. And so, the Rangers- Catch him coming out of somebody's house, and he's like, "Oh, Rangers! <laughs> what? Ay, ay, ay. Why? <laughs> you caught me. <laughs> this is why <laughs> you're not allowed to be a part of this. <laughs> what the fuck? That's per- That's perfect. <laughs> Alpha, are you a sex model robot? <laughs> what is? Th- what does that mean? <laughs> Ay, ay, ay. No, you've ruined Alpha for me. Anyway, uh, we're moving on. <laughs> Let's get into the iTunes reviews. That's how he comes. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, my gosh. 
I have a gasket leak. <laughs> I, I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. Um, so our first iTunes review. That'd be perfect. What the? No, that, that'd be perfect. That's, well. that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's on topic because they're they're making now they're making more sex bots and they're making them more lifelike and Alpha is a perfect AI. Is that a flashlight attached to Alpha? <laughs> oh, we are truly it's unworthy. Like, it's like like uh, what was it? Star Wars. Oh, nice. what's, what's what's the robot's name? She looks like Alpha. Oh, uh, fuck. You mean the new one? In, yeah, uh, uh, in Solo. Yeah, Solo. Liberation or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Robot Liberation. Fuck, I'm blanking on its name. C3PO. R2D2, K2SO. K2, uh, that's not it. That's not it. K2SO is Rogue One. I don't fucking remember. Now nah, it's going to fuck. It's gonna bother me. Look, I'm it, gonna up. look it up. <laughs> I can't remember. I, I'm really blanking. K2SO. Yai. Stop it. <laughs> I already the iTunes reviews. <laughs> uh, our first iTunes review comes from Lil King Gaming. Five star review. Subject is I've been missing out. Hey, what's up, Blurds? I just know watching my hero and L337. There we go. Uh I mean, speaking of sex bots, she was. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. She looks she looks like Alpha. Stop. So maybe Alpha is her father. Prequel. Confirmed. <laughs> right here on Blur Vision. It's all connected. Uh I just knew watching my hero and oh my god, I've been missing out. Uh, the show, one of my favorite now. Sorry, I haven't been interacting in the group chat a lot. I've been trying to balance work and working on my YouTube channel. Cough, little king game. But that's all for now. Talk to y'all later. Overhaul out. Thanks, little king gaming. And check out his YouTube channel, little king game. Plug, plug, plug. Um, next, iTunes review, uh, I, next iTunes review comes from, did this to stop asking. I don't. I, I guess he made this so we stop asking for iTunes reviews. I'm not sure. It's a five star review. We're always we're always gonna ask for iTunes iTunes reviews. Uh, I hate you. The subject is Jordan is too black. Well, I don't know what that means. Facts. Actually, not facts. It, I, 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 I could be way blacker. <laughs> I'm, I'm not black no, enough. No, you're not. Yeah, I, I, I heard that wrong. Yeah, you're yeah. right. I need to be way. Everything more black. you say is too black. Yeah. Wait, what? Everything. No, I said that wrong too. Yeah. Wait, wait, what? You claim everything is too black. There you go. <laughs> Jordan, I'm just kidding, but the Michael news is the best part of the podcast. I agree. I, I, I agree. Yeah, I also agree. <laughs> Talking about news is a lot more fun than doing reviews. Well, to we're going to restructure this whole podcast. Fuck CW now. <laughs> we kind of have no choice. We should have watched most of it. <laughs> You're right. For at least for this episode. Uh, it's funny. Well, never mind. You saw the good stuff. I'm not even going to say that. I was like, oh, you missed the good stuff this week. But I'm like, oh, no, wait. You saw both the episodes that were good. That's why I'm like, I'm going to watch Flash and Arrow. Everything else, I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to play Pokemon. <laughs> At least we're on the same page. I'll get to uh, it later. And everybody, I don't know what's going on. I see some people like, oh my God, Black Lightning is so good this season. And I'm like, mm. have I been hanging around Jordan too much? Like, <laughs> oh, come on. Am I getting too black itis? Like, what's too going black What is going on? Because I'm not liking Black Lightning. This, granted, I'm not saying it should be canceled, especially considering it's I the never only. I say that. Yeah, it's the only black superhero show on TV, yeah, period. Yeah, I don't want to be. I'm it's like, like a weird position to be in. And it's like, I, I want you to be better, but I don't want you to be canceled either. But it's like a flux. Like, all shows go through, like, flux. Like, The Flash but wasn't this is always. Season two. That's what I was going to say, but that's what was going to be the next thing. I was like, but this is only season two. Like, yeah. Like, even Supergirl, I wavered a little bit. <laughs> like, this is just like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, 
let's see, finishes off by saying, don't have much to say, I'm in school, so see you next Monday. Also, do not send iTunes reviews while in school. We do not condone no, that. We don't condone it, even though you should totally do it. <laughs> Keep doing it. <laughs> um, it's like school. Who pay, what's the point? Look at us. <laughs> we didn't care about school either. We're podcasters. Yeah. <laughs> next review comes from Aqua Joe 2.0. This is Aquaman's cousin. <laughs> it's a five-star review. And the subject is your lie in April. What do we lie about in April? Hey, guys. I love the podcast. I first began listening around the time season two of My Hero was ending. I've been listening ever since. It brightens up my day whenever I listen to y'all. Keep up the great work. If y'all have the time, I highly suggest the anime Your Lie in April. Oh, well, there you go. It's a romance drama that, uh, it's a romance drama show that centers around music and is one of the most beautiful animes I've ever watched. The story is well-crafted, where you really care about the characters. Warning, you will cry. Oh, no. It's on Netflix, and I really wanted to know your thoughts on it. What was the name of it again? Your Lie in April. Interesting. Love the show. Stay ultra. Uh, stay stay plus an, ultra. Is that an anime or a movie? This is an anime. Okay. Uh, I, guess, I guess the... Wait. <coughs> Maybe it's an anime movie, though. He doesn't say it's a series. So if it's a movie, it's even easier to watch. Yeah, it's easier. The The drama aspect sounds more like something under like uh, under uh, Jamie's umbrella. Stuff she liked. Yeah, that sounds... Because I'm like, You're, that sounds heavy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've seen some deep anime, like some like emotional, like uh, romantic comedy anime that get really dark toward the end, and they're good. So I can see it. I wish I remember the name. But part of me is like, am I? Do I want to be emotional? Because I'm like, I'm already getting emotional. Because I'm right now, I'm reading the book version of the Hate You Give. <laughs> the movie wasn't enough for you. you no, the, the movie now? wasn't enough. Now I got to read the book, and I'm okay. just like, <sighs> sad. Of course. I mean, of course. I mean, not course. I haven't seen the movie yet. <laughs> it's, tra- it's too black. That's why. <laughs> hey, I've seen Creed. <laughs> that's also black. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's one. That's a one. <laughs> All right. You can only do like one black movie every three months. Is that that what that is? (laughs) That's the quarter. Yeah. For you. (laughs) Next review, or last review, comes from Disservenum. D S Y R Venom. It's a five star review, and the subject is First Review Fire. Hey guys, so this is my very first review, as the title says. Anyways, I recently. Welcome. (laughs) What can I say except you're welcome? Anyways, I recently started to listen to your podcast because I wouldn't get internet at my work so i download some of your episodes and i really enjoyed them uh i'm currently trying to binge all the episodes to be all caught up damn oh, damn a lot, of hours. a lot of hours <laughs> it's like 400 hours of us <laughs> um, in the beginning not so much i guess it's like I'm trying to do the math here 75 hours of not us but then the rest yeah, is the us. Very, because in a, yeah, in the beginning it was like an hour forty five minute episode. Oh, that's true. I'm, I'm like I'm guesstimating everything's three hours, but that's not true. No, I yeah. start off a lot less than that. Anyways, you guys are the best. Love every review y'all given, even if what you guys say is hating on the Arrowverse and other things too. Well, we've already done that. <laughs> Although I will say I'm still I'm definitely still excited for the Elseworld. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, it better not disappoint me. <laughs> For real. John Wesley's ship is the 90s flesh. That alone makes me excited. Uh, well, stay nerdy, my blurry, and go beyond plus ultra. P.S. I will soon join the Patreon. Thank you, Disservenum. Um, and that's all for iTunes reviews. Leave them. Uh, if you haven't already, they help support the podcast. Or leave us an email. 
but we'll read those a little bit later into the podcast. First, let's get into some of the topics of this week. Um, I don't even know where to begin since you haven't seen any movies. Uh, like I usually start with movies, but you haven't seen any of the movies. We can talk about a movie I did see. What? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. <laughs> um. All right, let's start with things that we've actually both seen. So let's start with DC TV and then toward the end. The 1992 version of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> what? I saw that. Okay, but not not, not, not for this. <laughs> this is not what we're here for. How um, funky is your chicken? How funky is your chicken? What the fuck is that? How loose is your goose? Your goose is totally loose. So come on, all you hot fans. So come on, all you hot fans, and shake your caboose. What is that? That's a cheer from the movie. Oh, the movie. Yeah. Oh, I forgot that was a thing. Yeah, with Kristen Swanson. Yeah. You, you missed it because you can't. It's not a visual podcast. But Michael was doing like a little dance while he was doing it. I was like, what the fuck is this? All right. Let's start with, uh, since in the spirit of the holidays, since Thanksgiving just passed us, let's start with the Flash episode, Oh Come All Ye Thankful. I know we didn't get off to the greatest start, but I want to fix all that. I want to keep you safe and fed give you all the things a kid should have. Which I'm not realizing is a big fuck you Thanksgiving because they're putting the Christmassy in it yeah. already. <laughs> oh, come all ye faithful. Uh, for those that don't know the review system here on I think this is the first time. I don't remember them doing a holiday episode in past years. They've never done Thanksgiving episode before this? They had to. Have. If they have. Not, not a full episode, but they've at least sat down for Thanksgiving dinner. If they have, I don't remember. I want to say they have like every year. Or I could be thinking of Christmas. I know they do. They definitely do Christmas. I know they do Christmas. I don't think they did none of Thanksgiving one. I don't remember. Someone out there in Blood Vision Land has to correct this. Um, but for those who don't know the Blood Vision rating system, I will drop it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. Goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable, and then you have less than passable and more than passable. Thank you, Catchupon. Um, we haven't heard from her in a while. Yeah, where where is she? Catchupon, where are you? Yeah, <laughs> Do you still listen to us? <laughs> I see her on Instagram every once in a while. Yeah, she, I see she her every, on, every once in a while. She comments on not as, on, not as much. Yeah. Maybe she has what they call a life. It's <laughs> unacceptable. Unacceptable. <laughs> But yeah, so this week's episode of The Flash. Um, I, my notes are crap this week. So again, I've seen all this stuff like a while ago, so I'm trying to remember. But the gist of it being, uh, there's a new weather wizard in town, the daughter of weather wizard, the weather witch. Mm-hmm. And Wait, was that last week? No, that was this week. Oh. That was the thankful episode. Because at the same time... Cause Wait, this, what was last week? This, last week was Killer Frost getting her killer frost powers back oh well, and she was talk, fighting like the we evil talk about frost. that too you want to talk about that bullshit we didn't talk we had we had missed two weeks uh, <laughs> i'm not i, I could remember this week's episode you remember <laughs> both week's episodes all right well the, the lead up to this week's episode was last week's episode was killer frost finding her father again and her father turned out being an evil male killer frost yeah i is that a comic book thing it could be i don't know uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's literally all I remember from that episode, though. I, I'm I'm struggling to remember what even happened that episode. Was it something happened with Nora? I don't remember. 
don't remember. <laughs> all I remember was the evil Jack Frost dude. He's yeah, like, ah, oh, I'm actually evil. Yeah, that's like, all I remember Father, too. Father, why? And all the bullshit about like her always being Killer Frost and that finally coming, you know, coming to the head. I, I don't Which know. is weird. Yeah. Like, what a weird retcon that is. Very weird. Yeah. She's not really, I guess, not a me- not a metahuman in the sense that she got it from the particle accelerator. It was like an experiment, It was right? an experiment. Yeah. Okay. Which I'm like, okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I don't but know. It's then, weird. DeVoe never took it from her. It was just... Surpri- oh, yeah. It was like, it wasn't Meltdown's power or whatever. It was... Which I'm like, that's convenient. What was it? It was someone else's power. Brainstorm. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Again, I, I'm struggling to remember what happened in that episode. Like it wasn't it didn't leave an impression. There was something that it wasn't like the Nora stuff I really like this season. I do. And so I was I'm like this, I'm trying to remember what happened last week. Well I think like, the Nora stuff this week was more Yeah, this week was better, but I'm like I'm trying to remember what happened the week before last that I Whatever liked. happened, it, it made Iris's and her relationship better. Because in the beginning of this episode, they're cool. Like they're totally fine. Nora's trying to find out more about Iris, they're having fun conversations. And, you know, it's actually the family feels like it's coming together for the holidays. And I will agree, I love the stuff with Nora this season, but it makes me fucking mad. Especially this episode, where they had that cool, like, running little montage they do before, like, the mission starts. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they show, like, a slowdown of Barry and Nora jumping from a building, and, like, they're together. Every time, I'm like, that's cool. But then I immediately get a slap to the face of, but why not fucking Kid Flash? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like, they what's can't the aff- budget? They can't afford it. <laughs> fucking budget. <laughs> like, that excuse is now, like, null and void. They got more money this season. Bullshit. He's not, he's not on it anymore. Bullshit. <laughs> it Ke- makes me so mad. Keenan Lonsdale would rather be on Instagram showing off his dick swing. <laughs> oh, bro. He's always showing off his dick swing nowadays. I don't know what's going on with that boy. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's let him be he's proud let him let him live i'll let him be proud but it was like the sacrifice of like one of my not i guess i'm my favorite character but a character i felt like had one like some of the most potential well that's not his the fault show. It's whatever for whatever reason they kicked him off the got rid well, of him. for whatever I reason got, it's I, partially him one, it's I, gotta be i also but even no because i also think i mean it might partially be him but also at the same time while he was there they didn't do anything with him so it might be him just That's going, also true. It might That's just be true. him going like they're not fuck doing it. it. Yeah, fuck it. Like I'm not doing anything with this character, so I'm just I might as well leave. Like they shuffle me off to Legends. Legends is where the trash goes. Yeah, that is where characters go to die. <laughs> um, so he's probably like, fuck it. Yeah, you're not wrong. But I gotta believe some of his Instagram hijinks is what made them go, you know what? Let's go a different direction with this sidekick thing. Cause like if they just gave the same amount of time. I feel like attention- that started around like after like Wally's character was already like a no, pretty much done for the most part before even his Instagram hijinks started. It was season three that it, he kind of tailed off, like in, as a character in the show. And, and he, didn't, then, he, he didn't come out until like the end of season. Maybe three. he was doing weird things behind the scenes that we don't know about. Uh, maybe I don't, I don't know. know. But I mean, I mean, I'm just saying, like you know, good for him being him, you know, having a good time, you know, exploring his sexuality. That's all fine. I don't care about that. I just care about the fact that. You know, when Wally was introduced, I was the first ride or die from Wally West. When a time when everybody was like, Wally West is in black, fuck, blah, 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 blah. I was like on the front lines defending that character. And it just makes me upset that I feel like if they gave the same amount of time, attention, and like budget to him that they gave to Nora this season, that's exactly the character I wanted. And the relationship between Barry and his, like, his, the person he's mentoring that I wanted. 
I guess they're trying to fix past mistakes. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Because at, at least she's black. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll give you that, yeah. <laughs> um, but I really enjoyed Now this. she's the new Kid Flash, because I think Basically. somebody called her Kid Flash in one episode. Might as well. Uh, <laughs> Sherlock called her Kid Flash. I don't remember that. But, I think he. I think he did. But that's fine because she basically is. <laughs> um, let's just forget that Kid Flash is a black guy. <laughs> well, he was who he let's was never forget, on the show. Let's just forget he, he exists. Basically, because granted, I haven't been keeping up with Legends, but he hasn't even shown up to at least have a good, like a goodbye. No, it episode. was just that one-off comment of like, wasn't he finding himself last year? Guess he's finding himself again this year. <laughs> it's like you don't give a fuck about Wally West. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I agree. I'm like, just kill him off. Yeah, at least that's what I'm saying. Speaking of killing off, I, we're all over the place. But speaking of killing <laughs> off, and speaking of Sherlock Wells, I had this this the feeling this episode. Remember before I was like when they we first started, first start talking about Sherlock Wells, I was hoping that he would be killed off to make Cicada or Cicada seem more like a threat this season. Same thing with Wally West. I wanted them both to be killed off because if they're not gonna be useful or they're gonna be corny like Sherlock Wells, I thought was gonna be. Like just get rid of them and make I like Sherlock. Make the villain. I'm gonna get to that <laughs> and make the villain more more intimidating. That being said, you fast forward to where we all where we're at now in the season. I actually I'm with you. I like Sherlock Wells and fucking it's kudos to yeah. It's definitely all Tom Cavanaugh. His acting like, he's is a so fucking good. Bro- he's a brilliant actor. I don't believe that's Harry. That that's Harry. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like and then you have a tropey concept of a character like Sherlock Wells, a French Sherlock Wells wannabe, and yet. I don't believe that's yeah, the he's same a character different person. as Harry, HR, uh, the evil Eobard Wells. It's crazy. I'm like, I legit forget that he's not the same dude. I could, I, I could see myself in, a, in a, a less talented actor or a worse show. I'd be crossing my arms going every week going, this is fucking stupid. Why is this character that we know is got goddamn Tom Cavanaugh on this fucking yeah. show? But so it's like, kudos to Tom Cavanaugh. Fucking yeah. Bravo to him. Um, But speaking of Cicada... This Calling, uh, what's his face? Baby Giraffe. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this week's episode with Sherlock Wells and Cisco and Caitlin, I thought was really cute, too. Them all getting drunk and not liking the holidays because they all have their own reasons to be miserable. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Starting with Sherlock, because he was like, you guys have nothing to be... What is this holiday nothing, about? <laughs> yeah, you have nothing to be thankful about. <laughs> <laughs> you, what about the heartbreak and, and you finding your evil father and, and me and all the divorces and I'm, my eyeballs in debt. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is funny. Um, but with Cicada, this is kind of like an arrowy episode of The Flash where we get a, a whole flashback backstory about what's his deal with his daughter and how he got his powers and all that stuff. And I thought it was effective. I, I enjoyed the fact that it wasn't just a a by the numbers. Oh, I'm a good father, and my daughter got hurt in the explosion. And now I hate all metas. You kind of follow him on a journey of him being kind of an asshole, um, getting his sister's daughter from when his, his sister apparently was killed by a meta. So right there, you see the seeds of Cicada there. Uh-huh. Um, you follow him over the course of a year, going from a shitty father, a reluctant father, to one that wants to better himself for the girl he's been, you know, thrust that's been thrust upon him to take care of. And then you see him come around full circle to be a good father to this girl who he didn't expect to even have as part of his life. And then the tragedy of her being taken from him um, right at their most, like, lovey moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I thought it was weird, though, that this... One, one year later or whatever, yeah, since one he year made later. the decision to be better for her. But that was weird. I thought maybe he sharpened that thing into a, a lightning bolt 
dagger. No, it's just coincidentally. Yeah, it, just, it, just, it broke it off broke into, a, off lightning into a lightning bolt. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And it was happened to be the core of the satellite. Yeah. Which is the strongest part of the satellite. Fucking weird. <laughs> but that aside, I thought the backstory was effective. What about you? I did too. <laughs> the only thing though, I felt like when he's cicada, he's fine. But then when he was acting like his normal self, I thought he was overacting a little bit. Like wait, the wait, facial, you mean when the, he was nice? When he was nice, like the facial expressions, like I felt like, I don't know, I just felt like he was overacting. Really? Like it was just like, what? <laughs> like it was very soap opery. Hmm. I didn't really get that. Go back and watch. But but I did, I actually did think something about his acting was was weird, but not that. It's uh his one. It's not really his acting. It's more of the story. Like I get where he's coming from about wanting to. Had take vengeance for Meta's fucking up his his daughter in law, I guess. But it was his one eighty or his niece, her, his, niece. his niece, yeah, his niece. I guess also his daughter in law, right? Because what else is she technically then? He's, he adopted her, right? Well, he adopted, so I would make it his daughter, not daughter in law. Oh, okay. Um, but it was just a one eighty of like he went from I'm super happy and nice, I love you, little niece daughter girl, I love. To I'm gonna kill. I'm all gonna metas. kill all metas. <laughs> like I was like, whoa, okay. Uh, I see where you're coming from, but that complete 180 in attitude was like, uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, it didn't make sense. It didn't make sense in this in in the same sense that Son of Liberty did make sense. Yes, like his slow descent into madness. Like you can point plot every beat that he made his descent to become the son of Liberty. Whereas with Cicada, you don't really, you didn't really get, they, it seemed like they tried to have their Supergirl episode, their Man of Steel episode, mm, yeah. but I don't think it worked as well. They also didn't give him, it made, you, it made him more sympathetic, but it didn't make his, his villainy understandable. I agree. You know what it is? I think it's a factor of they didn't spend much time with Cicada because it's like the, the son of Liberty story. Yeah. That, that was the entire episode. Yeah. There were, there was no flash and I mean, Supergirl. there was no Supergirl or anything like that, but this one, it was like, they tried to have their cake and eat it too and show him and still focus on the flash. Yeah. I think the, the, the I think another reason is they didn't, even though they mentioned that his, his uh, sister was killed by meta, there was never really a hatred for metas that you saw from him until the daughter got killed or put into a coma. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it was it wasn't like he was stewing about metas before it happened. So he already had a reason to want to like hate metas and that was just like the thing pushing him over the edge. It was almost like well Oh your sister died. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah exactly. And then when you know she gets hurt then it's like oh fuck metas. But it's like okay so if it was like a plane that exploded, would you be like fuck plane, every pilot yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna kill all the pilots <laughs> I don't know. But I like the journey, just not where it ended, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I did really like was, I guess, the A-plot, which is the relationship between Nora and Barry and finding out that Nora actually wasn't really upset with Iris' episode when uh, the Flash almost dies from getting hit by lightning. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> I was like, come on. Yeah, I was like, shouldn't he absorb that? <laughs> yeah, he should, but all right. Uh, you, you're a cardiac you, arrest, sure. You generate lightning, bro. Like- exactly. <laughs> exactly. When storm hits Magneto, it doesn't not, like nothing happens. Exactly. Um, but the fact that um, he's up, she's upset. Nora's upset with Barry because he keeps putting his life in danger, knowing, even knowing that in the future he's gonna lose his opportunity to ever be with Nora and his wife if he keeps going the path he's going. So it becomes a question of like, will 
would you I know other people need the flash, but like your daughter needs her father. So. That, when, when she said that line, when he's like, people need the flash. And then she walked away and I need my dad. I was like, oh, that was good. And you know what I thought was also really good? The moment at the end where they're fighting the weather witch and she makes up again, it's always tornado. But this time it's a lightning tornado. I'm like, how many different ways can yeah. you make a tornado and run around? Run it? around in a circle. Yeah. It's, it's always a circle. <laughs> it's like your first and last move for every villain. But okay, whatever. But it was the moment where he she makes the lightning storm, and they tell him like, "Oh, you gotta run around it to um, dispel the lightning, but you're gonna be hit. You're gonna, you're gonna be a human lightning rod." And he looks back at at Nora, and then Nora looks back at all the people behind them that are in danger, and it's like, and they didn't really say anything in that moment. She just said like, "Do it, run, Dad, run," which I fucking loved. <laughs> like, oh, whenever you bring that back, I love that line. But um, it was more so what was communicated without words, which is, okay, I get it now. Like, yes, I need you, but how can I tell you not to help all these people too? Because they also need you. And the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Mm -hmm. And I think truth of the matter is, like, it also goes to show that Nora saw being a superhero as fun. Like, yeah, she was in danger and yada, 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 but she never really took the job seriously more or less she just hmm. she i don't think she had she had a moment or even in the future like when she because they didn't really oh, well, she definitely didn't they she, didn't really mention that she was a superhero in the future they just pretty much she just got her powers and then she wanted to meet her father yeah so i don't think she knows like the severity of of what being a superhero is and how actually dangerous it is and mm-hmm. so i think that's what this episode kind of like show that she's pretty that she is pretty naive yeah and i I thought it was just a beautiful moment of like going okay like i I was being selfish even though she's right like she does need her father she's definitely right yeah but at the same time like you know great power great responsibility like you can't turn your back ah wrong wrong universe yeah it's the same universe basically (laughs) you can't turn your back on everyone for the sake of yourself and that's what he'd be doing if he stopped being the flash for nora um but I just thought it was a very emotional and beautiful character arc for both of them to be on right now. And even that scene where they were talking on the roof. Yes. And she was just like, I already lost you once. I can't do it. Like, don't let me don't let me go through it again, Dad. And I was like, No. Nora. People need She's great. Life. Jessica, whatever her last name is. Mm-hmm. Also fine. <laughs> Thicker than a snicker. <laughs> oh, let me have this. <laughs> Never get nothing. <laughs> All right. Um. Oh, I, one one quick one I did have though. I I have like no notes this week, but it was a note I made. The, the, again, the inconsistency in Flash's powers. The fact that he's fast enough to beat a lightning bolt, so he's faster than lightning still. The, the fact that he's fast enough to take the Weather Wizard from Iron Heights or wherever the the person is. Back, back to, to Star, Star Labs, Labs and, and then, then go, go back, back to Iron, uh, uh, Iron Heights or whatever. But yeah, he's not fast enough just to do that to the the villain. I'm like, if you're that fast, you could do that to every single villain. Who are you? Doesn't matter. <laughs> and you're in prison. Like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I don't understand the inconsistencies. I mean, they do that a lot. 
Especially I, like when that villain was running away and he was able to catch her. That's what I mean. In like the stadium. Yes. Like sometimes he's he's as I said, as I better shit. not ever see a villain get away ever again this season. Bro, he did it like multiple times this episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what if you're that fast, why didn't you just do that to her? Not him who's in she jail. Can, she can turn the lightning. So what? We didn't even see him use his power. Like he I feel like he was wasted this episode. Weather uh, Wizard? Bringing Weather Wizard back. I thought they were going to kill him. I was scared that when she dropped that uh, car on him. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> You're going to kill another one of your rogues? What the fuck? So I'm glad they didn't. But well, I was just like, yeah, yeah, but just... he didn't do anything this episode. Yeah, he didn't really do anything. What could he do? He doesn't have power. I'm like, just fucking Spartacus. You brought Spartacus back. Do something. <laughs> no, no, no. His, his half-Asian daughter is way more important. <laughs> um... I mean, you know, I'm I'm nitpicking. But yeah, but like once again, like I keep saying, like I care about everything regarding Nora and Iris and Barry this season. Except the villains of the week. But yeah, the villains, I don't give a fuck. I this, don't care. But this villain of the week, because half of it was Cicada and half of it was the Weather Wizard thing. I liked it because it, it wasn't about the Weather Witch. It was more about the parallel. Because the conversation that um, Weather Wizard had with Barry. Mm-hmm. And fathers and daughters, sometimes or mothers and daughters. Sometimes the relationship breaks. All that stuff. It's just it's speaking about a damaged family, and I think that was a good parallel to Barry, Iris, and Nora. I think that was like the the strength of this week's villain of the week, as opposed to the other villains of the week that just has that have almost no bearing on the plot, other than you got to beat them at the end. Yeah, this one was better, but it was still like yeah, at least connect them thematically at the least. Uh... <laughs> what would you rate this episode? And even the uh, like I feel like. They don't really have much to do for uh, I. I mean, not not Iris. Uh, Where was Dibney? Caitlin and everybody else. Like they they're just waffling. Oh yeah, so, more so more so Cisco than Caitlin. Like at least Caitlin has the the killer, the, frost, the killer frost stuff and her father. But even then, I'm like I don't care. But Cisco is just like there this season. Well, you can only focus doing, on so many characters he's not at doing time. Shit. Yeah. If you if you introduce new characters like Nora, that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, but they keep introducing new characters, and then the other characters end up, yeah, twiddling their thumbs on the yeah on the sidelines. I agree with that, but I didn't mind it this episode because they were more like comic relief side plot. But and I enjoyed it. So like, if I didn't enjoy it, I might be more mad. But and I'm like, just Cisco, I'm like, how long well. is gonna take Cisco to heal his hand? Like his hands have been yeah. What happened to meta healing? Right? Like, yeah. what, is that the only thing for Barry? I guess, but not really because it no because Killer Frost yeah Killer Frost. Whatever. <laughs> what would you rate this episode? I would give it a more than low, more than passable. I give it a high, more than passable. I was borderlining on a perfect vision if it wasn't for some of my nitpicks, um, and I felt like if the cicada thing ended stronger, I would have given it a perfect vision. But because you know it kind of fell flat at the end, with like I will kill all the metas. I'm like, why? Was Cecilia this episode? Was that last week? I think that must have been last week because I don't remember her this week. No, she wasn't in this week's episode. And it was stronger for her. Oh, yeah, <laughs> she wasn't because they, they gave the excuse that Joe and Cecile were going to oh, Cecile's parents for the holidays. For the holidays, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, poor Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so let's talk about this week's episode of Arrow titled The Slab Side Redemption. Hey, you. Where do you think you're going? Cardo Diaz broke into the prison. Stand. Down. I wonder what it's gonna be like going against the entire prison. I'm coming for you. Get it? Like the Shawshank, the Shawshank Redemption, Redemption but, yeah. but it's not. Yeah. <laughs> I actually also enjoyed this episode because they 
focus primarily on the prison plot because it's the last opportunity you have to do that since Oliver's getting out of prison, mm-hmm. which I don't know why because I didn't see the episode before that one. Um, Diaz. Diaz let him out? No, they uh, decided to make a trade with the FBI. Basically saying, if we give you Diaz, you got to give us Oliver. So they caught Diaz? Yeah. Is that why he was being taken to the he, prison? He got, he got caught last week. And so that's how that's why he was being taken to the prison. Who caught and him? Because he's so badass, he was able to escape. Fuck that. <laughs> uh, who who caught him? They all came together and finally they caught him. Was the Green Arrow imposter there? The Green Arrow imposter was there, yeah. Really? But they still haven't revealed who that is. Huh. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I'm, I'm glad at least... The main team. But that also uh, dispels Chris's theory because he said, oh, maybe the Green Arrow imposter is Diaz. Diaz." There was some some credence to that theory, especially the way he was monkeying up that bar like he had super strength. But then after seeing Arrow this episode, I'm just like, no, that's what they do to the Arrow. It's like he's borderline a monkey when he wants to be. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm glad at least that means Diaz was taken out. One of my completes this episode was just like, wow, so all that Diaz stuff of him like fighting the team outside of prison none of that really mattered because ultimately it comes down to arrow versus diaz within prison but at least if the team took him down first it feels like it was a coordinated effort between both oliver and the team so okay i like that more now um but yeah as soon as he gets to prison of course he paid off some of the guards or something he's got infinite money I'm like, infinite yeah i'm like influence. where's this money coming from i don't know why <laughs> he's so uh, he's got more connections than Ra's Ra's al Ghul. Ghul, yeah what the fuck and no one give me start at the fast forward to the end of this episode where Diaz and Oliver fight. He has super strength now, so you gotta let it go. Oh, that's right. He does have super. Well, then I have more questions. Cause then why didn't he Arrow beat? Like why didn't he beat Arrow's ass? He was super strength like Deathstroke. He, he did beat his ass. <laughs> well, I thought it didn't seem like a super strength ass whooping. No, it, it seemed did, like it didn't. Yeah, it just seemed it like just a normal a regular, ass whooping. Yeah, regular ass whooping. Yeah, and then they like, threw out the line. Um, that's why I forgot about the super strength because he threw out the line. Prisons made you weak. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. I guess if you have if you've been in prison, you're malnourished, you haven't training. All right, fine. That's why he's beating Oliver right now. But I'm like, even then, motherfucker, you beat Raz Al Ghul. You beat Deathstroke when he has super strength. Fuck no. <laughs> yes, I, yes, super strength. Fuck. Plus, Diaz is better than Deathstroke and Ra's Al Ghul. <laughs> no, he isn't. Yes, he apparently to the show he is. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing with uh, Black Lightning. He's even better in Prometheus. Fuck that, that too. And, and Prometheus at least had training from all people that trained Oliver. So it was like, okay, I can kind of see why he's comparable. Yeah, I'm like, if anybody should be carried over from season to it's season. It's Prometheus. should have been Prometheus. A way better not villain. Not Diaz. <laughs> and honestly, if he lived, that would have been a way better, like, oh, fuck kind of twist for this season. Or even last season. Whatever. No Diaz. <laughs> I would have rather Adrian Chase for three seasons than, than Diaz for one and a half. Okay? Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, ultimately, the episode is about Oliver finally getting out of prison. Or the fucking... What, what was the guy's name that we liked last season? Hmm? The smart guy. Oh, um... Fuck. The not thinker. Yeah. Fuck. It was like a normal ass name. Caden James. Caden James. There yeah. you go. Why? I don't remember math, <laughs> but I remember Caden James. <laughs> Why? Um, but yeah, so Oliver has like six hours, whatever, before he gets released from prison. Psych. Not really, because, uh, you know, Diaz 
shows up and he basically has like a big prison and riot. Him by himself is able to take out all these guards. Yeah, the, the most high, like the high security. That have maximum. guns and snipers and the, yeah, they said this is the most maximum security prison. Not for Diaz. Yeah, not, not for Diaz. I'm like. To the oh, point where Arrow had to break out of his own cell, which is cool. I like that. And then fight the guards just to have them like rally enough to try and like, well, really he wanted just to call uh, his crew to come in and stop Diaz. But I thought when they were he was breaking out, it was to get the uh, the the cops in the prison to actually be on high alert. So when Diaz did show up, they already be like mobilized. But nah, yeah. <laughs> they fucked. They took him all. He took them all. Yeah, out. Oliver by himself. I was like Oliver unchained. Like, all right, I'm not gonna hold back now. Now it's like full on Green Arrow mode. I'm gonna fuck you up. And then he starts like jumping from one side yeah. of the prison to another. I'm like, yo. <laughs> You're kind of superhuman, Oliver. Did you know that? And that was a long, that was a big leap. And yes. He made it. It looked like he made it easily. But I like the action this episode. The entire prison break stuff. Um, and then the fact that uh, they're giving Bronze Tiger that kind of nobility storyline where he has redemption. Randomly. Yeah. But I mean, we were talking about before in the comics, you, Bronze Tiger does saved, have a code. You saved Lila. Yeah. But in the com- yeah, in the comics, Bronze Tiger has a code, but it seems like they're bringing it up now. Only because they like Michael Jai White, and we're like, eh, well, let's keep him around for a long, little longer. Yeah, because it's coming out of nowhere. Kind of. Uh, remember, <laughs> remember that mission that we did a while ago? I saved Lila, even though they never showed it. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but then also, I think it was good for this episode because it it exemplified again. If you tie whatever things you're doing in the plot to the theme of the plot, I think it's strong. So in this case, showing that a good a, someone perceived as a villain could do good acts. Meanwhile, the the mousy guy that's been like Oliver's biggest fan and been trying to like to, you know, you've been protecting turns him this entire he's time. Fucking crazy. Yeah, <laughs> the guy you thought was nice turns out he's the fucking asshole to the point where he killed a, a semi main villain. He killed the the I forget Sledge Slab. I don't know the name. Whatever the guy is, one of the, the gangster dude. Mm-hmm. He shanks him at the end and escapes instead of him. Yeah. So I'm like, is he gonna be a main villain? <laughs> I hope not. I hope not too. But or, it's the thing maybe, where, or maybe not. He might not be a physical villain. Oh, he better not be a physical. Maybe he's gonna be he more. Of, be. Maybe he's gonna be more of a Caden James type. Maybe he didn't even seem smart though. <laughs> no, um, I guess he was smart enough to fool Oliver. But I like the and, and uh, what's his name? Bronze Tiger kind of says it. But now Oliver sees shades of gray shades because of he's gray. been in prison. When, yeah. yeah, he's only seen black and white. Yeah, and those two characters, Bronze Tiger and that mousy guy, kind of exemplify that. Like they're not and, all and, good, not all par- bad, and paralleling paralleling to Laurel. Yes, yes, with the whole Laurel redemption arc that's happening mm-hmm. outside of prison. Um, but I enjoyed this episode. I did too. Um, them breaking out, the action was good. Um, the final fight with Diaz, even though I was pissed hopefully, me off. Hopefully, this is this is it. No more closing yeah. that prison bar on him. I thought it was cool, but at the same time, like they better never open that cell again. I don't want to see. I don't even want to see a cameo. I don't want to hear the word Diaz yeah. ever again. I'm done. <laughs> Um, I, let me ask you this. I, what were we like 10 episodes in? I think so. Like, and now Oliver's getting out of prison. What'd you say it was going to be like five or something? No, I, I said, I hope it's more than, I said, I hope it's more than like two or three episodes. Yeah. And I said like, it's gonna be like five at most. Do you feel like he spent too much time in prison and being like 10 episodes now into the season? And he's just, just now getting out of prison. I felt, I feel like it, it dragged at points. Hmm. Like I like this episode, um, 
but I feel like there was a lot of like circling the drain before we got to this point. Like all that stuff with him level two, like there's a lot of stuff. I'm just like, eh, like, did we really need that? Yeah, to a certain extent. But also at the same time, I like that they had to work for it for him to get out of prison. That it wasn't like a quick fix. Flashpoint. Yeah. <laughs> what episode? It wasn't. It wasn't a quick fix. But yeah, the level two stuff would. I feel like what did it accomplish? Nothing. Nothing. Because then he went right back to level one. All it was was for him to meet Talia again. But it was like could have met Talia out of prison. Like I think it's the problem. Am I, am I really gonna believe Talia Al Ghul got captured? Like, come on, bro. The demon's head. <laughs> yeah. For real. Um. But yeah, I just feel like it's the problem with the 20-plus episode um, season with these 40-minute shows. It's like, you know, you can only do so much in a season, so you got to keep, like, you got to stretch things. And I feel like, I'm, like you said, I'm glad they had, like, consequences and they had to deal with that, but I also feel like maybe three episodes too many, something along those lines. Just me, though. Let's That being said, I think that, that moment where he gets out of the prison and he sees Felicity and they kiss, I feel like because it took so long, it was earned. Although I feel like it was weird. Why was it weird? Because when they, because it was Felicity, Diggle, and Oliver. Yeah. But then when they kissed and they did that pan out, you didn't see Diggle. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, Diggle was gone. I don't remember that. I was like, where's Diggle? <laughs> I'm somebody, yeah, somebody, call, yeah, call a special effects person. You fucked up. You yeah, didn't CGI Diggle in the, in the yeah, shot. Yeah, that prison's not real. That's all fake. Yeah. <laughs> so that big zoom out. Yeah, I didn't notice yeah, that. Yeah, the big zoom out, no no Diggle. Diggle's like, no, I'm just going to disappear so you guys can have this moment. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go hide in the bushes before they do the zoom out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what'd you rate the episode? I would give it a high more than passable. I still don't like Diaz, but I st- I enjoyed it. I want to give it a perfect, like a low perfect vision. A low perfect vision. Yeah, it's not like a, it's not like a oh perfect vision, but it's like I feel like this is a really well made episode. My only issues are things that you know the the episode itself couldn't control, like Diaz still being a thing. I'm trying to quantify what a low perfect vision. <laughs> it's it's. It's a, like an 8.9. It's like a 9. Ah, fuck it. I'm more impassable. I was like, wouldn't an 8.9 be more like high more than passable? It would be. I'll give it a high more than passable. Yeah. I, I, if it wasn't for that Diaz shit, like if, if that was handled better in the rest of the series, I feel like this episode would have been perfect. Because I liked everything that was in it. And plus, I don't know if I'm confusing this with last week's episode, like the fl- the flash forward stuff is getting. It wasn't. There was no flash oh, forward. Okay, so that was last week. What was what happened last it's getting week? Stupid. <laughs> it's already been getting stupid. What is what what, what happened? Um, so you find out Felic. I'm trying to remember. If you find out Felicity's dead. Yeah. And then Diggle and uh, not not Laurel have a conversation. Like you think we can trust William? And Roy, uh, uh, Roy's like he's Oliver's son. She's like that's what I'm afraid of. So then this might be some shady things about because we're like we haven't seen him since he was a boy. Where has he been all this? Well, we have no, we haven't seen him in years. What has he been doing all this time? How did he know you were in Lian Yu? What's going on with him? Like why is he now on this quest? So can we trust him? And then uh, something happened where Felicity left a message on a computer, another message on a computer, 
that they had to find a message to another message and it's like messages from messages and messages and it's like nothing's happening. Yeah, it's not connecting to the main plot either. So it's like the only thing that connected is there was a gun that Anatoly gave Felicity in the past that we saw William has in the future. See, those aren't real connections. That's though. not a no, that's You know what I mean? It's like it's just let's just throw this in here and then it's kind of connected. But it's like it's got to connect thematically. Like it's got like that's why the flashbacks of seasons one and two were so strong because those flashbacks always informed what was happening in the present day of the episode. Mm-hmm. But these things, it's not like what's happening in the in the other than that very shallow connection of like here's a gun. Oh, it's that gun. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> like there's no real thematic connection between the episodes and the flash forwards. Weird. It feels like an afterthought, and it's like something like that. You're making, you're, you're and building. Also, the like it's all about William. You're not even, you're not even seeing William in the past. Yeah. So it's like I have no connection to that character. Yeah. If it was like old man Oliver, maybe, but like this, I don't. And even Roy, like where's this? You're seeing old man Roy, but then there's no Roy in the present. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> not a fan. <laughs> um, speaking of being not a fan, let's just roll these two into one conversation. Not really even a review. We're just gonna have a conversation about these things. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> so all Supergirl and Black Lightning this week. Oh. Where's the baby? My dad thinks it's his fault I turned out weird. He's trying to protect me from being born this way. You are not safe going after them alone. I don't know how much more of this kind of love I can take. He was a bad man. Let's go see mommy. By tomorrow night, Supergirl will be dead. I want you to destroy something. If you blow up that monument, Everyone's going to think you with them. I do this in the name of humanity. I didn't see those. But yeah, you, you didn't see them. <laughs> but you have seen episodes prior. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so pluses for Black Lightning, okay? I like when they started to focus on... Yeah, last episode I saw, we found out that they are going with Grace being a metahuman. So she takes, like, pills or whatever to... I guess dampen her, dampen her powers. Wait, who? Grace. Who the fuck is Grace? Uh, Anissa's girlfriend. Well, I don't think they're together yet, but the Asian. Oh, what the fuck does she do? She. You mean in a comic? In no. A com- like, what is she doing? Like, what is she just taking pills? I, I don't. I don't remember that. I might have looked away. She was. Yeah. I was half watching these episodes. I was like listening and doing other things. She was. Uh. Well, the, two weeks ago. The episode that I saw, uh, she was having like a metahuman flare up, flare up or whatever, <laughs> and so she she got out of bed and she was taking pills or whatever. Huh. She took pills to, to dampen the power. Huh. Okay. In the comic, she's she's an Amazon, but oh. clearly, they're clearly not going to do that. Well, that's completely unrelated to anything I've been seeing these last couple episodes at all. Because what I've been watching, I. The stuff I liked has been. Yeah, I'm things... like they're definitely not going to make her an Amazon. They're probably no. going to keep her super strength and stuff like that, but they're not going to say she's an Amazon. Hmm. Um, the stuff I liked has been Khalil and him finally wising up to the fact that Tobias is a fucking dickhead and he needs to get away from him because he's a bad influence and is fucking up his life. I like his redemption arc that they're going down. Um, especially he he got Tobias told him to kill the preacher, and that was like a line. He's like, my mama goes to that church. He's like, I ain't telling you to kill your mama, bitch. Kill that preacher. And it's like, all right, you want me to, to kill people in a church? I'm not doing that. Um, so it's like, now it's a, focusing more on him. Um, what's the word? Re- revoking? Revoting? 
My brain's not rebuking. Working. Rebuking? Is that yeah, what I'm looking for? That's a word. Rebuke. Okay. Uh, going against Tobias Wales. Uh, at one point, they even fight and revolting. Revolting. I don't know. <laughs> but at one point, they even fight. But they have a fist fight. I'm like, bro. You got Shoot, yeah, you got poison daggers. Yeah, you got poison daggers in your wrists, bro. He's like, nah, I'm just gonna punch him a lot. And then turns out Tobias is way stronger than me. So Which you should have known. Yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? And it was, there was it wasn't like there was multiple opportunities where he could have shot him. He just didn't. I'm like, okay, whatever. How bad do you really want to beat this guy? <laughs> um I like that stuff. And I like the stuff with uh Gamby and that whole copy off of Nick Fury and Winter Soldier moment they did. Um, but what I don't like is like this weird uh, side plot they've got going on with this, the Sangays and the the Purdies. Have you you haven't seen that though? The what exactly? <laughs> In the last two episodes, they've introduced these two sects. One called the Sangays, which is all these white people who are under control and it's body invasion. So I don't like it. But it's under the control of one woman who has like this weird silvery symbiote thing inside of her. And oh, I remember the one one of the guys when uh Anissa was at the hospital, he did like it was some it was yeah, like yeah, some yeah. like, like protector and then like some silver stuff fell out of his mouth or whatever. Yeah. It's like she puts that stuff in all of her followers and it connects them. Um so it's kind of like a hive mind deal. But they're all white trash, like hillbilly types. And then the family that they're feuding against are the Purdies. Guess what race they are? Black. Yeah. <laughs> so on the surface, it's like, oh, we're two feuding families, but clearly it's about race. Clearly it's about, oh, well. They, at one point, they even have a Confederate flag. Like, you know, I mean, they, they go into the conversations, again, all these topical conversations of like, oh, if you're uh, black pride, or you have or you have minority uh Minority privileges, like when you say black pride, that's fine. But if I say white pride or white power or belief in the white power, then I'm racist. And he's like, "It's true though. It is true." <laughs> he's like, "Um," and he's talking to Jefferson. He's like, "You're racist." And he looks at the Confederate flag, and he's like, "Um," she's like, "Oh, but if I if I had a shirt that said white power, I'd be conceived as racist." And he's like, "No, you'd have a shirt that says I kill black people because they they kill the black families. Like, and that's the thing. Like, they think they're." A better, like they're uh, superior to the black family, so it's clearly a carryover from racism. Um, but again, all these topical things, I'm just like the paper thin allegory of these two feuding families and it being about race. It pains me to have the same thought that I've seen spoken online, and I shake my head at it. That shake my head at it, but I have the same sentiment when I'm watching Black Lightning. And that sentiment is... It's too black. No! <laughs> but kind of. It's... Does everything have to be about race? You know what I mean? And it's like... You disappoint me. <laughs> I hate... I hate myself. Because I've had that said to me online. Whenever I make any observation about like... Even if I say Black Panther is about race. People be like, Oh, was everything had to be about race? I'm like, yes. Black Panther is exactly about race. Killmonger and everything he was trying to accomplish is fueled by racism and prejudice and the history of racism. But that's one movie, okay? Black Lightning, almost every week, in some way, shape, or form, goes back to the race well. And I get it. Because like we said, it's black. It's the only black superhero on TV. So like, where else are you going to put those messages? But because it's so frequent on Black Lightning, it comes off preachy. I, 
And it's not like, I, I, I agree with what they're saying, but when you constantly beat me over the head with these allegories, I'm just like, can't one villain not be about race? Can't one villain be superhero-y or super villainy rather than, like, and, and you know what? A lot of it comes from Tobias Whale because, like we said, every week he's yeah, like, he's pretty much the, oh, yeah, he's pretty much the only villain. Yeah, but and every week he's doing some kind of racial, like, bullshit. Oh, you, you never, you niggas can't handle nothing. Like, yeah, every week it's something. He's the Uncle Ruckus of the goddamn show. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think him being a main villain is what makes me feel that way because we already have that fucking paper thin black and white, huh, black and white, <laughs> like, you know, example of racism. So it's like, why do you gotta, why you gotta drill down in, in every way, in every side plot, everything ends up being about race? It's Black Lightning. It should be, right? I guess. But does that have to be everything? There's also ways you can do it. Yeah. Because if it's coming off, heavy, if it's come, if you're saying it's coming off heavy-handed, then they're not. And I wish we'd seen the episode. They're not right. They're not doing it right. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, it's it's weird because on one hand you want to be like, yeah, punch that racist in the face, Black Lightning, social justice. <laughs> but on the other hand, it's just like, I don't. Know, it's just, it's it, it is heavy-handed. Maybe that's what my main issue is, and it's constant. It's not like every couple episodes. It's every episode. <laughs> I I, I'm looking at you come like I'm waiting for the oh it's too black I'm like I don't know what to say like <laughs> I didn't see the episode so I can't yeah I can't either rebut or agree and it's like the whole like that's what they're drilling down on the last two episodes like the episode the first episode you didn't see was called Purdy and this episode was called the Sange and those were the two clans um I don't know I this is the thought I had while are watching they, these are episodes they th- are they threatening at least well, the black people are just black people. They don't have any powers. The The white people are kind of like... Uh-huh. It's like that silver stuff makes them like Twilight vampires. Where they can run really fast and shit. And they're super strong. So they're kind of like Twilight vampires. But hillbillies. Uh, white people get powers and black people... <laughs> I'm sure that's part of the allegory. Yeah, I mean, it's black lightning. Black people got powers, but still. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but their powers make them a threat. In this case, the white people having powers makes them stronger more like superior quote unquote I don't know the thought I had watching these two episodes and watching Black Lightning and Supergirl in general when I was catching up was and you kind of said this earlier why am I still watching these shows like I'm not getting anything out of them like it's just like oh yeah I was okay <laughs> like I watched I you know I caught Black Lightning which is like alright if I hadn't watched those last two episodes I feel like I wouldn't miss anything I like the Khalil stuff. That's about it. What is Anissa doing? <laughs> um, Anissa, she's with the Purdy. She's with the black people, um, helping them, and whatever you know, whatever. <laughs> she's helping them. What about Jennifer? Jennifer is playing Romeo and Juliet with Khalil, so she's still getting control of her lightning powers, but she's also you know trying to bring Khalil back from the dark side. He, she's like his anchor. So I, I like that. I like that plot, but everything else, I'm just like, why are we still doing this shit? Kill Tobias, be done with it, move on. And that's another thing. I don't know what this season's about. Like, it's a part of it is these metahumans that were in those pods. They got fixed. Or yeah, I was them, gonna say, but they got saved though. Half so of them got saved. Yeah, half of them because fourteen. Yeah, fourteen died and fourteen lived. Yeah, and. 
now there's this weird Sange Purdy thing going on. That's random. It has nothing to do with anything else. So it's like, why are we following this? And then Tobias, you know, it's the Diaz problem. He's like, his villain is one dimensional, yet we're spending so much time on him. So it's like, I. Yeah, he's in like every single episode. Yeah. Just, and it's saying the same shit. He's like, he doesn't do anything new. <laughs> so I'm just like, I don't know why I'm still watching this show. And then on the flip side, Supergirl. Um, fuck, what was this episode even about? Um, more stuff with Lena and her doing experiments to try and create a superhuman or whatever with that serum she's working on. She gets connected to some some guy, a volunteer for the experiment. He's a nice guy. So ultimately, spoilers, when he dies, she's messed up over it. Like, oh my God, I can't believe I let someone else die on my watch. Uh. And then um, they're using Jimmy uh, to propagate the anti-alien sentiments with Guardian being the focal point. So it's like, all right. This, this whole elaborate thing. So I just thought about something. Whatever happened to Lala and Black Lightning? Did he not die? But remember, I think they made a thing where he can regenerate. Oh, he can't die. That's right. Yeah, he can't. He can regenerate. Where did he go? That's what I was. Th- I'm like, what happened to Lala? <laughs> His character was stupid. <laughs> the entire like, it took all season for him to come back to life and have random tattoo powers that just speak to him and make him crazy. Uh huh. And then I remember he exploded somewhere. And then we haven't seen him since. That's right. Like, he put like a bomb in him. I'm like, shouldn't he have came back? But how? Because they made a point of saying he can't die. So, But if he's goo, how could he come back? I mean, Deadpool's been ex- exploded out of goo and he's regenerated. But they also never showed that he could regenerate that like that. They just said that he couldn't die. I don't know. If you, I mean, yeah, if you can't die, then that would... It never even make any sense why he couldn't die. Like, that whole plot line went nowhere. There was no point in that villain. It was just a random thought. I'm like, wait, where's Lala? That's a good point, <laughs> Um, But, I mean, the Supergirl stuff is basically... Uh, Manchester Black is a villain. Who knew? Anyone reads comics? <laughs> um, and he uses Supergirl to get close to the Agent of Liberty because he wants to kill him. Uh, but turns out he was tricked. So then he lets Supergirl go, but he's still an asshole. So now they can't trust him. I don't know. It's I don't. I'm only watching Supergirl because the Agent of Liberty episode was compelling and. I'm not going to lie, like, when he's on screen and he's formulating plots and stuff, I am still interested, but... Everything else? Everything else I don't really care about. I got nothing. <laughs> 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 All right, that's Supergirl and Black Lightning. So you care about the non-Supergirl aspects of Supergirl? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> um, And on that note... Where you, you, didn't, you didn't give your rate. What would you? Oh, I'm rating for both of those. For both of those. I don't even fucking know. <laughs> um, passable for Black Lightning, high passable for Supergirl. <laughs> oh, so Supergirl gets higher. Yeah, I'm enjoying Supergirl said, more. But you said you said I was gonna say you said more about Black Lightning than you did Supergirl. But yeah. Well, I have more to complain about with Black Lightning. <laughs> like there was just more like I'm just like ah, I don't like where this show is going. Supergirl's like you know she's it's riding the middle. Like I'm not, I'm not hating it, I'm not loving it. There are definitely more things I like in Supergirl than Black Lightning right now. Um, Jimmy's Ocean's like straining relationship with with uh, what's her face, uh, 
uh, Luthor. Luthor. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Lena. Yeah, Lena. That I like. I like the fact that he's being used by racists basically for his image. Um, I don't. I feel like that's what they're doing right with Supergirl right now. They're not being too over heavy handed with the the racist message. Like the, the the comparison of aliens to roaches feels more true to that world than beating us over the head with white people are bad and black lightning every single episode. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It feels more organic, I guess. And like the bunch of black, I'm interested in to see what happens in that character. Um, yeah, I like, I like, I like him. He's a good actor. Yeah. Um, anything else? Supergirl. I guess, I guess the villain. That's like the main things. Does he have to, did he display telepathy yet? No, he hasn't. It's got a telekinesis. What what was it? Telepathy? I think it's telekinesis. Telepathy is like what John Jones does. Yeah. He reads minds. I I mean, I know the difference, but I'm like, I just don't remember what he had. Yeah. Yeah. It's telekinesis. I'm not sure. I'm guessing maybe he's going to, whatever the uh, thing Lena's doing with like the, I don't even remember what the fuck she's doing with that serum she's working on, but it gives people superpowers. So I'm assuming it's she's gonna give it to Manchester Black at some point, and he's gonna get telekinesis. That's my guess. Maybe. Um. On that note, though, let's move on. Do you want to get into anime, or do you want to talk about more things you haven't seen? <laughs> uh. We can do anime then. Okay. Let's talk about the last two weeks of Goblin Slayer. Uh, there and back again. week's episode i don't know i don't know what the episode before that was um right off the bat hang on hang on expose my shadow yeah i love that theme song but uh i'm just gonna fuck it perfect vision i'll both of the episodes i feel like last two episodes basically one dovetailed right into the other, so you kind of need to watch both back to back, which I did. Um, but it's after the events of Goblin Slayer fighting that giant goblin thing and fucking him up. So he got <laughs> he got healed by laying in the bed with a virgin. Yeah, I didn't get that. What? <laughs> like for something so high concept as oh yeah, there's a magic that can revive you if you're on the verge of death. 
but you have to lay with a virgin. They just glossed over it. I'm like, yeah, wait, I, you yeah, need to back I, up. <laughs> I was like, he wakes up in bed with the with the little priestess girl. She's butt naked. Yeah, I'm like, but they were both kind of naked. Yeah, they were both naked. And so this is kind of granted. We, they didn't show his face, but this is the first time you saw Gabusayer without any of his armor. He looks badass. Yeah, but what's the fuck? What is lay with? Doesn't mean sex. The no, kid, they didn't the have virgin. sex. Yeah. yeah, they didn't have sex. It means get it, naked. I guess literally and, lay, like literally lay. Get naked and lay in bed with me, and you'll heal me. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> she also got healed as well. So I'm like. <laughs> Like, what a weird magical spell that yeah. is. Who came up with that? Well, okay, God, you're pretty fucked up. <laughs> like, God, this, this is what you wanted? This is how you roll? <laughs> God has a sense of humor. Now get naked, I'll heal you. <laughs> but the beginning was very fanservice-y. Because uh, even when the sword man comes in, and her, she's got like, her nipples are all poking out of her shirt. And she's like, touching herself like, oh, please, you have to stop the goblins because... The and sword she, maiden? Yeah, the sword maiden. Because yeah. she basically reveals that... Yes, she was raped by goblins before. That's why she has all those scars and stuff. Um, and yes, what I said before about the goblins reproducing with women, that's also true. That's another layer of fucked up in this, in this world. Um, but I don't know. That, that whole conversation was weird to me. <laughs> but where it ultimately went, because by the time you get to the end of the most recent episode, you find out that she. Lit- I didn't get the end. I didn't. I didn't get- really get it either. Yeah, I'm like, I don't get it. What I gathered was she invited him there to kill goblins. She knew were there, but she had to make it. She's the one that set up the murders in a way to make it look like goblins did it because the goblins weren't. I was like, maybe Jordan, because I'm like, I don't get. I was also like lost. this whole conversation. I was like, and then her crying and breaking down, and then. But then I got. That's what I liked. I didn't at the get end. none of it. Okay, so let's start with <laughs> what I think the plan was, or what we think the plan was. Because Goblin Slayer, after the whole thing's over, he goes to her and he's like, so you were behind it all, weren't you? And she's like, yes. And then she goes on to kind of explain the thing that brought them there in the first place, which was those murders. But the goblins weren't committing any murders, or at least murders that were that apparent. But the Goblin Slayer put together that the method of the murder wasn't a goblin's usual MO. No. So I don't know if she literally had people killed or if she set up something that looked like a murder, but she basically just wanted to get um, the word out for Goblin Slayer to come there without making it seem like it was her that needed the help because she's the sword maiden and she's the one that killed or beat the the demon lord. Beat the demon lord. But she thought if people knew... I'm like... And part of me is like how, like, we haven't seen any displays of power from her, really. No. Um, but she's got giant tits and she's wearing a blindfold, so she's got to be amazing. So, yeah, so, I mean, she's great. <laughs> she's got to be the best. <laughs> um, so she didn't want people to know that the sword maiden who beat the demon lord needed help to fight goblins. Is that what I'm understanding? That's what I got out that, of it. That's the only thing that I got out of it. Okay. But then, but like, I didn't get the why and the how and all that stuff. I, I don't get the logistics of, like, what... Was that a setup? Was that real? Did she actually commit murders for the sake? I guess she must have not have because he didn't treat her like a villain. He just he kind of it seemed like he almost pitied her. Yeah. 
um because he he saw his and sister get raped sam, talking about oh, i'm not gonna save you and uh, and then she broke down i'm like i don't get it okay that part <laughs> i i got because i i fucking thought i was like oh that's a batman moment where she breaks down and she's like um can you save us from the or save me from the goblins or whatever and he's like uh yes, I will save you from the goblins. And then she breaks down. She's like, even the ones in my dreams. And you can tell it's because she's haunted by it. Like she's fucked up. The goblins fucked her up. She can fight. And that's again that shows you how vile these things really are. Like if she can fight the demon lord, but yet she's like paralyzed with fear when it comes to the goblins because what they did to her. That's that's fucked up. So her having the breakdown of like even in my dreams, she's haunted by them. And then him. The most badass fucking delivery is just like, yes, even in your dreams, I'll slay them because I'm the Goblin Slayer. I'm like, oh, oh, he's the hero we deserve, <laughs> the Dark Knight. <laughs> I don't know. I like that moment a lot. Uh-huh. Coming off the heels of a what? Because <laughs> I'm just like, I'm confused by what's happening with the, the explanation. But that moment I got. How do we translation thing? May it has, it has to be a translate because I'm like. I understand the words. <laughs> I understand the words coming out your mouth, but not how but, they fit together. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling, because I'm pretty sure it's going to be a big, important moment, like with the plot going forward. And I'm like, somebody explain this to me. I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm very confused. But I like the rest of the episode. Yeah. Like, I, everything before that. I just feel like the emotion of that moment of knowing that she's this badass, but because of what, how she was victimized. She, you know, she's like she's fucked up about it, and, and even the rape part. Like, when did they say that? I don't remember that she was raped by goblins. They were vague about it. Like at first, they teased it with when the priestess saw her scars in the in the spa, but we didn't know that was from goblins. But then this episode, she mentioned yeah, I thought that clear. was like from her being an adventure. a badass. Yeah. yeah, but no, it, was, it turns out at some point she got. That's attacked. what I was saying. When did it? I don't remember them saying. I think they said she was fifteen though. I think she said that. So she had to be younger. Maybe it was before the Demon Lord thing. Maybe it was after. I don't know. It has to be before, right? Probably. Before she became a badass? I don't know. But the fact is, she, I, that's, his, I, that's a weak spot. I feel for like her. the Demon Lord is probably like the A number one. Bat- so if you're that powerful and Goblins are supposed to be low, lower tier, then she should be able to dis- beat them all, right? Beat them easily. But, so, maybe, so maybe it did ha- so maybe it had to have happened before she became so powerful. But that being said though, we're not in the world of like Dragon Ball Z where like your power level because you're so badass, nothing can touch you. In this world, even if you're a total badass, if you fuck up once and you get like blindsided, you're still fucked. If you get hit in the head hard enough, it doesn't matter how strong your magic powers are, you still get knocked the fuck out. You know what I mean? It's like there's realism to it. Mm-hmm. So maybe she just got side 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 uh, Caught off guard. Yeah, caught off guard. Like, you know, wasn't looking, got hit in the back of the head, dragged to the caves. I don't know. But I think that was just her breaking down and him reassuring her that he will always kill the goblins if she calls him. And it being so much so even that in her dreams, he'll be there to stop the goblins. I was like, that's a fucking boss moment, dog. Um, But the whole thing about him recovering and them having like a little bit of downtime before going back into the mission, I like that character development um with the priestess and him getting ice cream becoming closer friends um the weird flashback oh, <laughs> what there's a meme because of the live action lion king 
they do the internal conflicts? <laughs> oh no, he's eating Pumba. <laughs> so obviously this isn't a visual uh, podcast, but there's a, a picture of a lion biting and eating down on a on a, uh, a boar on a war no a warthog no yeah yeah a warthog yeah. I was just a boar oh are you aching so basically yep, yep, yep. for some bacon yep, so basically yep, yep. Pumbaa yeah. and then meme says production of the Lion King live action sequel has been delayed due to internal conflicts he's eating him <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah when they go back into the goblin den and they find that random like bo- mini boss monster that floating giant eyeball. Giant eye. Yeah, they can shoot disintegration beams and whatever. Again, just a cool moment about how they were able to take that thing down with just planning and strategy. Throwing flour into the room and then basically lighting a match and having the whole room explode and putting a protection field up to, to trap the explosion. And then being overrun with goblins. Um, and then using, because they found like a, like a, a magic mirror in there that's mm-hmm. like a portal. When the goblins attack, they use that mirror as a shield, as a shield. to bring so, down the entire area. And the sh- and because of the portal, all the debris and rocks fall through the the portal that they're shielding themselves with. But it makes me wonder: is it a one way portal? Because those goblins that we saw in that world, they weren't trying to come through. And also, when they were looking through it, they, it's not like they saw like, "Oh, intruders, let's attack." Maybe if you walk through it, they can see you. But not if you just touch it. So like they wouldn't come through though once they uh they basically they they might have killed most of those goblins anyway because they dropped all that debris through the portal yeah I think that was his plan uh, and then they destroyed the portal by just like by filling it with concrete and throwing it to the bottom of the lake or whatever because <laughs> goblin slays a G that's what he said it maybe could be a bed for that crocodile thing that was her familiar her familiar yeah. Again, in that that's another thing I didn't understand. I, that's another thing I was like, I don't get. It's like, why was she guarding it down? Why I don't understand. Like, what was her plan? I don't get yeah, it. I don't get it. <laughs> we're not Point smart. is, we're not smart enough. Somebody help us. <laughs> Dreams and he's Rashan. Haven't you read the manga? Explain this to us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I, I I love the episode. Again, I'm always on the edge of my seat captivated by what's happening in goblin slayer see this episode i guess maybe because of what happened at the end i wouldn't say i loved it because i was like ah. oh because you were confused yeah but i got the gist and I, for me that wrap up at the end i love that that i was like <laughs> dark night moment for me i was like something kinda... about telling a bitch yo bitch even your dreams i got you like that's that's a badass shit <laughs> i mean he's right or die yeah. But that kind of lowered my because I was like, I don't know what the fuck is happening right now. Okay. Well, I'm going to give it perfect vision in spite of being confused. What would you give it? I'll give it more than passable. More than passable. Because I was confused. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the most adventurous. I'm just like, uh, whatever. <laughs> I need to know things. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just guesstimate. Uh, I'm also still waiting for that farm to be attacked that he's going back to. Because even this episode, or yeah, the most recent episode, they, they go, they, they take a moment to go back to the farm. And he talk, Wasn't like, that last week? Maybe it was last week's. At some point, though, the girl talks they showed about the girl. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, one day he keeps going, running out there, and he's not, not recovering. Come back. Yeah. yeah, he's always gonna come back. Oh, he's always gonna come back. But will you be there? Exactly. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. It might be this time because they even show them getting back yet. They get back and they're fucking dead. <laughs> um, oh, we didn't talk about the the flashback moment. Oh, was he being trained by a goblin? What is that thing? I don't think it was a goblin. What was it? It's like that a, wasn't a human, was it's it? It's like an imp or some shit. It's like a gnome. Is that a thing? 
I don't know. <laughs> it's a fantasy world. I mean, they keep talking about... He keeps mentioning goblin shamans. Was that a goblin shaman? It didn't look... It didn't look... He didn't look green. He wasn't green. He wasn't green. Everything we've seen from goblins, they're like green creatures. That's true. That's true. So what the fuck was he? Because he wasn't human, right? No, it definitely wasn't human. That Basically, we got a glimpse into his Ra's al Ghul League of Shadows training. <laughs> yeah, it was some, Kill the goblins. It was some type of thing. I thought it was weird... That the uh, elf lady kicked him at the end, off the cliff. <laughs> yeah, you, you know why? Because like that's a very comedic anime thing to do, but they didn't play it as like an anime. Like, oh, you! It yeah, just looked no, like a real kick. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I was like, okay. <laughs> like, and then he was like, "Why did you kick?" You? It was like, "Don't kick me again, please." I will. Like, I'll make you some cake if you don't kick me. And it was like, yeah, it, it felt like it was a a sharp change in tone. But they didn't that play wasn't, it. Yeah, like it's like they wanted to do a tropey anime moment, but then they didn't animate it like that. They animate like it was just a real kick. Yeah. So like they brought realism to it, but then it it undercuts the joke because like that just looked painful. That doesn't look funny. <laughs> I should be laughing, right? But I feel like he got hurt just now. <laughs> uh, for no reason. Yeah. It's abuse. It's like oh, orc bulg, kick. <laughs> like you bitch. <laughs> what hit my head? <laughs> exactly. Um, I guess, that's, I guess that's basically everything in the episode, right? I can't remember anything else. Which actually goes make, makes me go back to uh, Arrow. I'm like, Oliver was being a dick to Laurel. <laughs> Wait, when? She's trying to help. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. When she w- went to him, yeah. it was like, you are not Laurel. You might pretend to be, but you're nothing like her. Like, like why are you fuck you. A, I'm trying to why help are you, you. such a bitch? Yeah. <laughs> He had a couple of bitchy moments though. Even this episode, when, even before it was revealed that the mousy guy was a dick, even in him, I was like, "Yo, you're okay." I get he killed somebody or whatever, but like, fuck, man, like you don't have to be such a dick about it. <laughs> you're gonna get what you deserve, justice. <laughs> I'm like, all right, all right, dude. All right. <laughs> relax, Batman. Um, see, I don't even want to talk about Creed and Wreck It Ralph without you. Okay, then wait. <laughs> We'll be so many weeks behind our Creed review. <laughs> um, are you gonna see Rick and Ralph? I plan on seeing both of them. You do? Yeah. Damn, man, I'm gonna forget everything about them by the time you see them. <laughs> All right, I guess we'll. I'll just wait. Is that what I want to do? No, I'm gonna give non-spoiler thoughts for Creed, and then I'll wait for Rick and Ralph, and we'll review Creed together. Um, but yeah, real quick, non-spoiler review for Creed two. This guy is dangerous. I ain't got a choice. This is more than just a fight. Um, I mean, really hell, quick. depending on what time. I'm done. Granted, it has no bearing on the episode. I'm like, yeah, well, you gonna watch it and come back? The fuck? No, I was gonna say, depending on what time I've uh, done with my sister and stuff like that, I might see it tonight. I see people saying that it's disappointing. That's not nearly as good as Creed One. I would say it's comparable. Uh, the action, I think, is way better. Uh, it doesn't have anything as like. Uh, technically impressive as the one shot fight that was in Creed One, but I also feel like what what would people what's 
what are people going to expect? It's not the same director. But most people don't know that. You know what I mean? Like, we as geeks know that. Oh, it's not Ryan Coogler. But, you know, the average Joe going in doesn't know it's a different person that made this. Um, but at the same time, I don't think it was, like, worse. I thought it was comparable. There were things... I think I cried more. Yes, I cried. So you already know what my rating is. Yeah. <laughs> I think I cried more in this than I think I did the first one. And I think a lot of that goes to... Um, it didn't have anything as emotionally moving as Rocky dying in the first one. Like, you know, Rocky had cancer and the the you fight, I fight moment in Creed 1 where the training montage, again, if you have the right kind of character development and emotion behind the scene, as remember what the scene is, it makes it better. So... Is there a time jump or does it take place like right after Creed? There's a slight time jump, maybe six months to a year at most. But it's just enough time for him uh, to... Oh, yeah, because he has a son now. Right? That happens during the movie. Oh. In the beginning, of, the beginning of the movie, he is fighting for the championship title. So you, they, they fast forward past it. That, that, that fight at the end of Creed 1 was his first professional fight. Um, he lost that one, but then in, in like passing by exposition, they're just like, and Creed has been winning every match since his first one. It turns out that was a fluke. He's, a, he's now going to be the reigning champion if he wins this match. So the movie starts with him fighting the champion, who I think was the guy in the first movie. But they don't really delve into it. Just like he's just a fight. It doesn't matter who, who this guy is. It's more about Creed and his journey. Um, even how they introduce Rocky in this one, like I got feels just from how they they film the scene. Like literally, it's it starts with Creed, like um, the kind of like sucking himself up before the fight. So he's like punching the air, and he's like you can see him getting mentally prepared, and then you hear Rocky's voice talking to him. Like giving him sage like advice. There's like, so much Rocky wisdom in this movie, it's crazy. And then and then the camera pans to Rocky and it's like oh! every moment they show Rocky in the beginning and middle of this movie, it's like a Jesus moment. Like he's like this the wise Obi-Wan Kenobi type and he just appears the into thing, a scene. The thing that I heard, I wanna know if it's true or not. They say even Creed One was still a Rocky movie, but now Creed Two is finally it's a Creed movie. With featuring Rocky. Hmm. I guess I would agree with that. Only because in this movie, Rocky does have less to do. And the, and again, a lot of that went back to, because you know it's like an origin story. He has to meet Rocky. He has to learn about him. Then when they deal with his cancer, that's a whole story. That's a whole plot beat in the movie. In this, it's it's more about Creed. Um there's like there's one really good conversation between Drago and Rocky that kind of sets up uh, the animosity for the fight. Um, and I wish they had more conversations because like, the one conversation they do have in Rocky's restaurant is great. Um, but overall, he's more just the Mickey. You know what I mean by that? Like he's he's more just the trainer. Mm-hmm. Um, and at first, Rocky doesn't even want to train him. He's just like, uh, I remember Drago. That motherfucker destroyed me. Like, they allude to the brain damage from Rocky V. Um, but when he says things like, uh, he broke things that can never be fixed. He's talking about the brain damage, one. But he's also talking about Apollo Creed being killed. Um, so they do a thing where, like, oh, I can't train you for this. I'm not going to help you if you're going to fight this guy. And that's, like, the, you know, 
the downfall moment for Creed. And then when he, Rocky comes back, it's like, all right, I will train you now. Then it becomes like the classic Rocky moment. Like, oh, let's train, training montage, and let's, let's get this done. Um, but I will say that there's definitely more focus on Adonis, just by virtue of what the story's about. Because it's more about um, him finally getting past the legacy of his father, uh, I know that the first movie was kind of about that too, but this kind of solidifies it because this is the guy, the the son of the guy that killed his father. Um, and I feel like that's more of a logical conclusion to Creed's story. Like, I don't know how they're going to do a third movie. If they do a third movie, I don't know how they're going to do it. They also say Sylvester Stone's not going to come back either. So I'm like, especially now, I don't know how they're going to do it. Because spoilers, not really. He doesn't die. So it's like, what are they going to do with his character? I, I, don't, I don't know how they would just rock, write Rocky out for a third movie. I don't know where creed as a character can go because where do you up the stakes from this like you fought the ultimate boxer that's what drago is so when you fight his son and you fight a guy that like oh his punches if he hits you hard enough he can kill you like how do you up the stakes higher than that but i think this is a logical conclusion to his story because he's fighting the he's literally fighting the ghost of his father were, were the dragos just the generic oh i'm evil i'm evil. or did they actually give them something to do they gave them a little bit to do but not much um they give you just enough to kind of have a little bit of empathy for drago's son and even drago like they, you kind of feel for drago like just from his conversation with rocky you're like oh yeah i would hate rocky too i would hate creed and rock or more so rocky but i would hate rocky too and it, Drago's hatred isn't really for Creed. It's more about tearing down Rocky's legacy. And he feels like Creed is his legacy. Um, that said, by the end, I you do feel a little bit for Drago and his son. But it's not like the, the story goes out of its way to make you feel like they're like, you know, fully fleshed out individuals. They're still just like... Oh, the bad Russians. <laughs> oh, what you gonna do when the bad Russians come to town? <laughs> so much so, like, they, they don't even talk a lot for the very beginning of the movie. They just have, like, these sinister looks and this weird, like, Russian theme song that plays when they're looking around, like, the Rocky Monument and stuff, like, oh, this is dick. <laughs> this motherfucker. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought it was a great movie. Um, I think it was a worthy sequel to the first one. Uh, like I said, the action was better. Um, the chemistry between, uh, what's her face? Valkyrie. Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson and Michael B. Jordan. Fucking phenomenal. Like, a lot of what sold me on the emotion of those two characters is their relationship. And Killmonger. They're, they are great together. I wish Killmonger didn't die because they'd be a power couple in the MCU. <laughs> like, for real. Their chemistry is fucking fantastic. Like, her, she's still going deaf. That's an issue. Um, no spoilers, but it becomes a concern for their daughter. Because it's a, her hearing loss is hereditary, um, and a lot of it has to do with just loss. Like you know, I don't think it's any spoilers to say that Creed doesn't win his first fight. Come on, this is a Rocky movie. <laughs> There's nowhere to go if you win the first fight. So dealing with his loss and dealing with how he reacts to it, how it um, affects his relationships, um, that was all fun. Like it was all really enthralling to watch so when you get to that final fight you're invested uh I, again i don't feel like anything was quite as emotional as rocky having cancer and them training training through his chemotherapy and him you know while creed was training rocky was getting chemotherapy so they're both fighting at the same time that was really emotional um but i feel like they paid 
great homage to Rocky Four, but not in a campy way. Like they, it was like they took what could be serious elements in Rocky Four. Rocky Four is campy as fuck movie, and they distilled them into I think a a logical sequel to that movie if it was more serious. Um, so even the the montage they do, it's not as epic as uh hearts on fire but someone argued that montage is also stupid <laughs> i liked it because it's a guilty pleasure but i can see people were like that was a fucking whack as hell for montages when it comes to rocky um but they do something similar where instead of training in the they show it in the, in the, in the trailer too but instead of training training in the the winter in russia they train in the desert so it's like instead of cold they go into extreme heat um and it's a good, it's a good training montage. There's a good, there's a good Batman moment in it that I won't spoil. But you know, what's the main line from Batman? Which one? The oh, I guess the Nolan movies. I'm like, why do why do we fall of, down? There's a lot of Batman. Oh, why do we fall down, Master Wayne? There's a good standing back up moment. Um, and I think actually that plays off that that plays a part in the finale too. So I would highly recommend it. If you're a fan of Creed one, there's no reason not to see Creed two. Um, if you're a fan of Rocky, I would, and you haven't seen Creed one, I would still recommend Creed two because you get, you don't really need to see the first Creed to know what's going on for the most part. And if you like Rocky four, you kind of owe it to yourself to see the sequel to that movie. Really? Uh, again, I don't know where they're going to go after this, but if they end the story here, I feel like depending, like with all things, it depends on how much money this movie makes. Yeah. I think it's doing well though. But if they end the story here, it's I think it's a good it's a good way to end it. That's my two cents. And I give it come on. One, or one, to, or to end here and then they'll do a twenty years later or some shit. That'd be kinda cool. Reboot. That'd be kinda awesome. But I kinda wanna still follow Creed. <laughs> he's he's interesting. Um It'd be Creed training his son or whatever. Daughter. Or his daughter. <laughs> uh but yeah, I there's there was a lot of tears shed in this movie. So what so I what I read perfect it. vision. There you go. <laughs> yep, perfect vision. The Jordan tears tell you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, highly recommend it. Hopefully, we'll talk about the and we'll talk about it in spoilers next week. Most important questions or question: How many scenes was Michael B. Jordan shirtless? <laughs> A lot. That's all I saw. I'm sold. <laughs> That's all I had to say. Yeah. <laughs> forget all the other. Yeah, forget a, forget everything else. <laughs> Yeah, he's shirtless quite a lot. <laughs> I'm going to be there tonight. <laughs> All right. Fuck uh, my sister's birthday. I'm wow. going now. <laughs> Sorry, sis. I'm not going to be yeah. shirt- Jordan shirtless. It's more important. Wow. Um, what was I going to say? Do so you want to talk about Pokemon or you want to jump into news? I could talk about news after. Or, I mean, I could talk about Pokemon after because this is a Nintendo segment. So news? Yeah. All right. So and let's get into news. Doing that. She's the Black Iron Man, but she's not Tony Stark. They just don't want their characters, quote unquote. I can call you a nigga, Jordan. But you better not. If he says that shit to you, you get ass on Instagram. Yeah, I don't want hand me down. I don't want any gay things. I don't want It's all straight and white. What's going down? Michael News. Oh, Rocket Ralph. I'll just we'll talk about it next week. I don't need to talk about it that much. It was it was all right. <laughs> I'm not going to go into it. Yeah, that's it. That's, yeah, all, that's, that's it. all we got. All right, I'll say this. We need a Disney princess spinoff. That's it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the Disney princesses were the best part of that movie. And I'm like, why wasn't the whole movie about this? 
That's that, it. That doesn't sound too. Uh, did you, you saw Wreck Ralph one, right? Yeah. Yeah. You liked it? I did. What'd you rate it? I don't remember. It's been a while. <laughs> oh, I mean, I would have given the first one like a Defin- more than passable. Yeah, I would definitely. It's it's in a more than passable range. I know that much. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't remember it enough if, to determine if I would do do a perfect. Oh. I don't think it's perfect for me, but I'm just saying. It wasn't that funny. Mm-hmm. To me. I thought the first one was pretty funny. This one was like, meh. But the Disney stuff, hilarious. So I'm like, why don't you just fuck fuck the internet? Just stay Disney, man. Like, fuck it. You're Disney, right? So fuck I mean, just- I guess Disney doesn't want to stroke its dick too much. <laughs> Bro, when they get to the Disney princess part, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but there's more than what's in the trailers. Um, It's great. Like, I'm like, fuck it. Stroke your dick, Disney. I would love an entire movie about... Marvel stuff, Disney stuff, Star Wars stuff, just making jokes about that stuff, meta like a meta jokes about it. But that's just me. Okay, so a couple trailers dropped in the two weeks that we taken a break. A break. So first among them is Once Upon a Deadpool. Right before Christmas, a good guy in red. Is coming to theaters with his new sidekick, Fred. Why am I here? You're in a PG-13 version of Deadpool. Filtered through the prism of childlike innocence. I'm a grown And nobody man. does childlike innocence like you, Fred. Nobody. I need you almost as much as you need me. I don't need you at all. You need me to untie you once we're done. I loved your working up. I'm sorry? Don't get too attached. Once upon a Deadpool. Kind of prefer Marvel movies. We are Marvel. Yeah, but you're, you know, Marvel licensed by Fox. It's like if the Beatles were produced by Nickelback. It's music, but it sucks. <gasps> you were nicer as a kid. Oh, yeah. With Fred Savage With as Fred the... Fred Savage, uh, yeah, from Princess Bride. He's the framing device. Is it Deadpool 1 and 2 that's being... Condensed into one or is it just two? I think it's just two. A tame, yeah, a tamed down version of Deadpool 2 with, I think, some new new scenes, additional added scenes. Are the new scenes just the framing device, which is Deadpool and Fred Savage doing a Princess Diary spinoff? Or I think spin- that was like for the trailer, but like for the movie itself, I think. No, like- I think it's the whole movie. Or not the whole movie, but I mean like that's that's the premise of the movie. Like Deadpool kidnaps Fred Savage. And he retells Deadpool, the events of Deadpool 2. So it's like a, it's not a clip show, but it's like they, they condense Deadpool 2, make it PG-13. And the, oh, I didn't know that was part of the movie. I thought that was just like for the trailer. Mm-mm, that's the part of the movie. That's like the plot. That's all I want to see then. Like I just see <laughs> that part. I don't need to see the movie itself. Yeah, I think that's the new footage you're talking about. It's going to be like they'll cut back to Fred Savage and Deadpool every once in a while because it's like him telling a story. Okay, well, that kind of gets me more interested in seeing it then. Cause is I was it like, worth it to see the movie again just for that? Do you think? No. But, <laughs> he said no. <laughs> at least not to go to theaters to do, but I would still check. Like, okay, no. I will wait till somebody released the inevitable YouTube clips. Wow. Of just the Fred Savage and Deadpool parts. So you're saying you wouldn't see this movie? Because I don't, what's the point? It's like, if you I've want already, to see I've Deadpool already seen too, Deadpool 2. So I don't care about the, uh, you're going to cut out the, the blood and cut out the F-bombs. I still know what the movie's about. It's like, do you want to see Deadpool 2, no, like, 2 again that bad? To see it again in theaters? I just want to see the new, I just want to see the new footage. Yeah, same. 
So, so yeah, I gotta assume this is inevitable for, YouTube. This is just for kids, like. But why? Though? I don't know. Uh, and it comes out when? Because then, December? like, you did it for Deadpool. Why didn't you do it for Deadpool one? And then what's the like? Why? And then well, they're trying to wring this 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 money train dry. You know what I'm saying? This money cloth, <laughs> every possible inch or ounce of money, <laughs> trying to get it all. Uh, it is coming out in December, but I'm trying to find a date. I can't imagine. In this, in this article, there's no date. I'm but. really curious to see what the box office for this is going to be. Because I can't imagine a bunch of... Di- I can only imagine diehard Deadpool fans to go see this and kids that haven't already seen Deadpool somehow but want permission from their parents to see it. Right? Like It's, it's a weird niche market they're aiming for. But also, at the same time, I kind of feel like even if it made like a million dollars... Which it probably might make more than that, but that's still an extra million dollars going into Warner Brothers' coffers because Deadpool, it's not like Deadpool didn't make money. Yeah. So now they're just getting the extra, I don't know. That's, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting concept. And I wonder if it's successful, will we get people imitating it? More, most definitely. <laughs> Logan PG-13. Every, every, <laughs> every time something happens, Hollywood is like, what? We, we got one of those. Let's do, let's do that. <laughs> Why can't we're gonna make Logan PG thirteen so when he stabs people, rainbows come out? <laughs> I mean, they already did kind of something similar on uh, uh, Legends of Tomorrow with the unicorn. Mm, true. Google's not working for whatever reason. I think Deadpool broke Google. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to try Yahoo. <laughs> whatever. Fuck it. I'm. I don't care. Moving on. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Anyway, so the next trailer since I. Re- since I ran away from trying to get Google, we're going to talk about some other people that ran away mm-hmm. who were aptly named the Runaways. Lol. <laughs> so uh, another trailer dropped for the Runaways season two that comes out December 15th, six days before the release of Aqua Boy, man, <laughs> Water Boy. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Runaways season two. Dun dun dun! What'd you think of the trailer? I liked it. I was I was telling you this that I was. It's amazing to me that that raptor is like a thousand times better than Beast Boy. Oh, he does. He looks way better than Beast Boy. He's like photorealistic by comparison. Which speaking of, oh yeah, did we mention Titans or was that something we mentioned off the podcast? We mentioned it that we didn't watch it and that it was sad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should have we we should have remembered to watch it. But, but yeah, I enjoyed last week's episode. Just. In case I don't remember if I said is that, that the or one not. where they're like they're in prison or something. They're, they're in like a, a insane asylum. Oh, Okay, are they trying to convince them that they're all not titans? <laughs> You're not a boy that can become a beast. No, You're not a girl with fire. No, they're like doing experiments on them. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Runaways. I mean, before I even seen the trailer, I saw people making comparisons of I, I don't remember her name, the witch girl. The girl with the staff that's technology instead of magic. Nico. Nico. That you hated because it's like, oh, why isn't it magic? (laughs) Technology. Science staff. (laughs) The science science magic staff. Um, But maybe it's tapping into more magic now because I saw comparisons of her eyes at the end of the trailer where it's like she's like focusing her powers or something to the staff. Mm -hmm. They become like Cassilius' eyes from um, Doctor Strange. Her eyes are like all like. Like, braille, yeah. <laughs> like she's got dry eyes like braille-ish yeah so maybe they are getting deeper into magic that's just science 
That's just science. Yeah, the the staff makes you have makeup. Well, see, the science taps into the magic, so it's magic science. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, it looks interesting. It According looks like... to Thor, they're both the same. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> season two looks like the comic now. Like it took a whole yeah, season to more, get there. They're more super. It's more superhero-y. And it's the comic story, which is them being on the run. It took the entire season for the Runaways to run away. Run away, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder who this new, I wonder who this new character is that they're introducing. Topher. I'm wondering, which I highly is it the vampire. I, talking about? I was just about to say I highly doubt, but I'm wondering, yeah, because you saw his eyes, eyes go yellow. Yeah. So I'm like, is he gonna be a vampire? Are they gonna introduce vampires in this world? Is that gonna be a prequel to Blade or, or? science vampire? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> a sci-fire. Hey, you you laugh, but Morbius is a science vampire. <laughs> yeah, but that's different. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, he's like, my father is Morbius. <laughs> what else? Uh, speaking of something different, which not really. So, Happy Death Day is getting a sequel. Why? Dude. I am tripping right now. I feel like I've totally lived through this day already. Deja vu? Yes. The day reset when you died, right? Yeah. I might be able to help with that. I died 11 times. I was stuck reliving the same day over and over again until someone wearing a baby mask murdered me on the night of my birthday. Turns out it was my roommate, Lori. I kicked her crazy ass out a window and killed her, which broke the loop. But now I'm living the better version of my life. Okay. No. Oh, hey, you're up. I folded your pants for you. No way. Dude, did you hit that or what? I don't believe this. It's Monday the 18th again. Go. Stop global warming. Go. I thought it ended the loop, but I'm back. Oh my god. Everything's different. This time, it's coming after all of us. If you don't reset the day and try again, they're dead for good, aren't they? So I'm gonna have to die over and over again to save all of you? I mean, I guess you could just reset the day yourself. Genius idea. Okay, let's do this. I like the first one, so maybe we might be surprised about the second. No, I one. like the first one, but it's so like, yeah, the second we might be surprised because I didn't think just based on based on uh, what I thought of the first one, I was like, this looks stupid. Groundhog's Day makes a horror movie. Yeah, I was basically. like, this looks ridiculous. I and agree then with it you. turned out, I was like, oh, it was the right amount of. I self-aware. actually enjoyed this. Yeah, it was the right amount of self-aware and like funny. Like, there was humor to it. So um, it might be the same. Might be the same for this one. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, you're right because I mean. Even in the trailer, they kind of like the way she's frustrated with being sent back to the same goddamn day. I feel like it reflects with the audience. The audience is also like, "Really, we're going back to this day again?" So they're able to play into that and like you know make it self-aware, just like the first one. They they could make it like a sequel. It's like, why do we have a sequel? There's no point to doing this. <laughs> but I'm but also kind of makes me curious of the lore of the world. Like, what's causing this to happen? They didn't really get into that in the first one. No, it was just it like. All right, Tom's rewinding over and over again. I gotta stop. I gotta kill the girl and what's trying to kill me. All right, moving on. But there was no backstory. Like, how is this happening? But like, she was dying. 
Yeah. Like it was that they at a certain point in the movie they put stakes on it and it's like you keep coming back, but you're coming back more and more fucked up. So if you keep doing this, who knows when the last time is gonna be where you just don't come back. Um so for, to reset it again, like are those stakes still there? Like is is she like one or two deaths away from dying dying now, or is it just reset the entire thing? Maybe because it seemed like the her boyfriend's roommate was also going through the same thing. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You're right. I mean, I'm I'm being pessimistic, but you're right. I was I was also like, this looks stupid. But I enjoyed the first movie, so maybe they'll do the same thing for the second. But I mean, I being in the theater but, watching but the yeah, trailer. But, but yeah, now that now that we're getting a second, I do hope they get more into the lore of the how this is happening. Maybe it's witchcraft, like a witch curse. I don't know something. The problem with that is if you explain too much and it's stupid. That is stupid. Like I like the fact that they didn't explain anything in the first one, because then you can't. But, but yeah, that's the first one. But now that you get into a second one, it's like yeah, you kind of have. All right, to. now like how is this happening? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like you don't have to Avatar: The Last Airbender where you go all the way back to the first Avatar. Like I didn't like, even though it was cool to see one. <laughs> I feel like it broke all the rules of everything we learned of Avatar. It took a lot because like we learned we learned it. that the bending came from like the badger moles or the they learned bending from the moon. But no, then when no, they no, went, no, no, turtles. Then when they went back to that, it was like it all came from the turtles. Yep. It was like that's not what they said in the show. Yeah, in the first Avatar. That's what, that's what I'm talking about though. Like when you explain things like that, like an origin, then you lose the mystique of whatever it is you're trying to explain. So sometimes not explaining is better. So I'm hoping they don't fall into that trap in the sequel. But I was saying, the reason why I was kind of like, eh, to this, was I was literally in the theater when this trailer played, and some guy next to me was just like, he whispers to a friend next to him, like, why are they doing a sequel to that? And I was like, exactly. That's exactly how I feel. But yeah, like you just mentioned, that's exactly how she feels. Yeah. So fingers crossed. I thought I was done with this shit. <laughs> fingers crossed. But yeah, I'm, uh, I'm kind of optimistically excited about it. Nito. Something else I'm definitely excited about. A Young Justice uh, official trailer dropped. This is Cat Grant reporting live for GBS from the Markovian Royal Palace. Meta-human trafficking is an international scourge. Children and teens are being abducted. The way our daughter was. We have confirmation. On multiple worlds, Earth's metahumans are being deployed by the enemy as weapons of mass destruction. Intel was on the money, Oracle. It's definitely another metahuman trafficking lab. Then let's shut him down. I fear our operation may have been compromised. Good luck, and welcome to the jungle. Bulletproof. That's annoying. We are on a mission in space. Just like the Justice League. Let's run it again. Uh, Dick, we might want to note it. We just want to leave. Your trespass must be punished. Wrong answer. For season three, all the other trailers that have dropped before were more like teasers or just clips of scene of, of a scene within the show, but not an actual like full-on trailer of more or less story beats. Yeah, we get a little bit of plot here. Apparently, metas are being used to destroy the world. Meta-human trafficking. Yeah. Um... 
I mean, what was there to say? Yeah, it looks, it looks. I'm excited. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like it hasn't missed a beat. The animation is the same. Even voice the trailer actors, is like, you demanded acting. it. Yeah. <laughs> now buy our app for it. <laughs> Which I'm still not going to do, but. I actually already am. Yeah, because. I'm a sheep. You talk about me. Oh, you and your A-list. You can't get A-list, but you can pay for DC. Well, I got like tricked into it. Like I got, or not tricked. You didn't get tricked. You I'm just dumb. didn't fucking cancel. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll get Titans for a month and then cancel my whatever. Oh, fuck, I got paid. I got, and that's what they, they hope you they forgot, hope you, then you forgot the freaking, you didn't watch Titans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They got me. Do you, do you at least look at the other stuff? What other stuff? <laughs> there's other they stuff? Said, they said there's other, like, you could watch old episodes of, like, the animated series, or you could, like, read comics online. No. I am not getting my money's worth. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're milking me dry right now. <laughs> DC. But, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for this. I like being milked. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, it's looking more like Justice League Unlimited now. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, that's a good thing. I'm, I'm happy for that. Because you, you saw Damien and bunch of stuff yeah i but can't yeah. even name all the heroes who i don't know who that magma guy was who looks just like fucking wally west so i got confused with, with sideburns yeah <laughs> it's not wally west he's got sideburns he's more muscular come on <laughs> yeah, they're not they're not teasing that at all like obviously they're gonna bring him back but they're not even going into it i hope they if they do bring him back they don't just bring him back as kid flash hope they bring no, him i have back. a feeling they're gonna bring him back because before he was the slowest of the flashes yeah, I hope now he gets, like, supercharged. He, he, yeah, he's got to come back. He's going to be the fastest, like he is in the comics. Oh, I want that red suit with the blue. The new one? Look, I'm crazy. I'm like, what? The new the new Raleigh West suit. The what? red and blue one. It has, like, the blue ears and symbol. I think it's... Or white. Maybe it's white. I don't know what you're talking... Oh, shit. I just dropped... What? The, the rebirth suit. It's not... Wait, what? The Rebirth Wally West suit. Yeah. It has blue in it? Or white. Whatever that color. I think it's... Uh, it's it might be white. It's white. I was like, what blue suit? Oh, uh, yeah. I know what you're talking about yeah. now. Sometimes the energy looks bluish. So, yeah, I guess white. So, oh. you, you want his hair to be sh- flowing? Yeah. yeah. I mean, his hair... Wasn't his hair already out? Yeah, it was, right? Not until Rebirth. No, no, no. I mean, Young Justice. Wasn't his hair always out? Oh, yeah, yeah. That for that. Yeah, yeah. so they don't, they don't got to change anything. <laughs> Just make it red. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Well, speaking of something else that's hopefully awesome, I think it is, but I'm going to be excited. So, a teaser trailer has dropped. Wait. For. racist. Everything the light touches is our kingdom. But a king's time as ruler rises and falls like the sun. One day, the sun will set on my time here and will rise with you as the new king.
mama. <laughs> and it's basically beat for beat. The original movie just yeah. They say they live. They keep saying live action. It's not fucking live action. It's, it's CGI. CGI. Yeah, I don't understand that either. Live action is the the picture I showed with the actual lion eating a eating a boar. Yeah, live action would be if there's like a human or something in it. But live action not. is the Broadway play. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about this? Because everybody's freaking out when they draw like oh, Lion King. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited because I would like to see like a CGI version, like with the technology and stuff like that. I think it'll look beautiful. But I call it also feel like mm, we're not gonna get it because like you like I just said it was like beat for beat mm. the original animated movie and I'm like I could just watch the animated movie but it might just be for the teaser to hook you on nostalgia you don't know if that's gonna be like the whole movie because part of me kind of feels like what are they gonna add if anything I've just heard to them make it any different things. and then if anything yeah I know they took out be prepared because they what said the it was fuck? I love that song they said it was a little Nazi esque. Then just don't make it Nazi esque. Like, you know what? The the song isn't Nazi esque. It's just the the like what they were doing in the yeah. song. Yeah, don't do goose that. stepping and shit. <laughs> hyenas goose stepping. And it's like it was all those hyenas. I'm like, where were they throughout the rest of the movie? That's a good point. They all disappear. Because yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of them. You see them once when they take over Pride Rock, but you just see them like all kind of walk up like slowly and then never again. Then never again. <laughs> yeah. Then you saw them again when they they ate Scar. Yes, but really just like shadows. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't... Because I, I feel like, if anything, if anything, I feel like it's just going to be the Broadway play done with CGI that'd animals. That'd be cool, too. I like some of the Broadway plays. Oh, I love the Broadway plays. He yeah. lives in you. Hey, yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. He lives in me. <laughs> I, do, I love the Broadway he play. He watches over <laughs> everything you see. <laughs> Into the water, hey, yeah. hang away. Into the truth, hey, yeah. hang away. In your reflection, he, he lives, lives in you. <laughs> Clearly, we like that, we like that song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that song's fun. <laughs> Ew, why are your hands all sweaty? Well, I was like between my legs, so <laughs> only I could be there. Okay, gross. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if they just. If they add things from the Broadway play into this and then take out some stuff, I wouldn't really mind it. Although, uh, Just don't make it one-to-one. I'm still not a fan of the the Nala-Beyonce casting. Why? Because Beyonce she can't... She sounds like... She can't fucking act. <laughs> but she's voice acting. She, she, can't, she can't even... When she's playing fucking... D, well, no, Dina, she was decent. But even when she talks in her live action, you still hear her voice. But I feel like her voice is like I Nala's. Feel like I feel like voice acting requires a little bit more acting because you're not actually there. So you got to like... All right, tell that to Kevin Hart or somebody. You know, there's, there are some people that just do their own voice and that's just their acting voice. Yeah, but Beyonce's normal voice is like... A little not, southern twangy. Yeah. But like, I feel like that... Like, has, I can like, hear her, her saying... Her voice is like... De- like she has When you hear Beyonce talking like interviews and stuff like that, it's like she has no personality. Oh, well, damn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would say all that. Jeez. Um, but I can hear... And that's no shade against Beyonce. I love Beyonce. I have every Beyonce album. <laughs> Beyonce just unsubscribed to the podcast. <laughs> she did. Or no, or the Beehive is gonna come after me. This podcast, they're gonna flame it. Please, we can use advertisements. <laughs> Shout us out on Twitter. Um I don't know. I just feel like I could envision her voice saying, Pinja, Pinja again. Like, you know what I mean? That's I could hear. Well, that. it might not be the kid. I, I, she might not do the kid version of Nala. Aren't 
Donald Glover and her doing both voices? I don't know. I don't think so. Then who's doing? I think the, they just. The young I think voice? they might be doing the adults. Oh, that's whack. I want them to be the young voice too. But I don't know. I don't know for sure. But I'm thinking. I'm like. I don't think they are. Hmm. Donald Glover can pull off a kid voice. He can do both. I don't know about Beyonce, but I know Donald Glover can. I haven't heard any casting for young Simba, so I feel like he has to do both. Well, they probably didn't cast a name. That's probably why. Oh, so. that, that's true too. Just a random kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm I'm excited, but the trailer didn't blow me away. Like it was it was Lion King. I was like, oh, okay. And you know what else it is? It should have ended with like, like I don't know. I feel like since it was a teaser, you should they should have had a a stronger. I don't know. Well, they ended on that wasn't Pride Rock, right? When he was roaring, that was after he sees Mufasa. I think so. Okay, because people were saying that's Pride Rock. I'm like, that doesn't look like Pride Rock. No, it looks low to the ground. Um, the one thing I would say I, I kind of wish they did, and I've seen photoshops online. It they. There's no real stylistic quality to the mo- the the movie, like it looks very photorealistic, um, but I feel like it it loses like the the design of the original Lion King a little bit. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just I, <laughs> what? I just had a random thought. Keep going, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying because like, have you seen the photoshops online where like they take no. Simba and they make him look a little bit more like the animated movie Simba? Like they they had the photorealistic Simba. And they changed his facial features a little bit, so they give him bigger eyes, um, and like a little bit more of a cartoonish mouth. No, I think I think they're trying to take the Jungle Book aspect and make it look like a real lion. Yeah, no, I know they are, but I feel like to make me more excited for it, I would rather it look more like the animated movie than just photorealistic lions. But then at the same time, it's like, but you already got the animated movie, so then. Well, then it's like a CG animated version of it. Rather than so that that's why they're doing real lions. But I, I don't. I feel like you again. I, I haven't seen the movie. I, it's just hard to convey emotion. I think through a like a, an animal's face. I would disagree only because mm, I actually disagree with myself. I was gonna say only because we got Jungle Book. So I've seen what they did with that, and they, and those are like real wolves and a real snake and a real well, not real obviously, but CGI to look like a real animal. Yeah, I guess maybe it's because. It, I don't have the connection with like Baloo and uh, not Scar, the tiger. Uh, Shere Khan. Shere Khan. Like they visually aren't as distinct, the animated versions to me, as the Lion King animation is. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So I'm not right. The emotion thing isn't correct. Because I'm like, that's not even true. Caesar, he looks like a straight up monkey. I get, I get all the emotion I need in his face. So like maybe, maybe I'm wrong about that. I, I just maybe I feel on a personal level the I would have rather that aesthetic of looking a little bit closer to '90s cartoon. That's just me though. And I'm definitely a fan of you know Lion King's pretty much an all black cast. Oh yeah, 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 for sure that. Unlike the original, you can only get the bl- Matthew it, Broderick. And yeah, shit. we could only get black. We only want to add black people if we need some soul. Like uh-huh, we, you uh-huh. could do Jason Weaver could do the singing voice of Simba, but when it comes to the talking, we got to cast a little white kid. Yeah. As a kid, it's something you don't even—I I didn't even notice that as a kid. Of course, as a kid, you don't it. notice. Yeah. But then you go back and look. It's like, wait, why couldn't? And Jason Weaver is an act like he's an a legit. He played Little Michael. 
Never mind. It's a black movie. You didn't see it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, he played little Michael Jackson in the Jackson 5 movie. I'm like, Jordan didn't see that movie. Nope. <laughs> well, for those of you else out there that have seen it, Jason Weaver that did the voice of Sim- the singing voice of Simba, he played little Michael Jackson. So, so, extra he, racist. so he's clearly an actor. Yeah. And he was also in Sister Sister. So he's an actor. So it's like, why couldn't he just do the voice of Simba? Like, it's not like Matthew Broderick is an amazing voice actor. So it's like... <laughs> I liked him, don't get me wrong, but it's like, that's like extra racist. Like, can I do the, the actual voice too, not just the singing? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> we need a white man to be this lion? I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. I'm saying because like on the internet, everybody was like, oh, Lion King, I'm screaming. But that's also because like, Lion King. It's... Yeah, but we've seen it. Like, we know, spoilers, Mufasa dies, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not like... You know, I don't know. But I mean, people like Maybe these. Di- people like these Disney updates for the most. What do we give Beauty and the Beast for the most part? Do we give it a perfect vision? No, we didn't. Okay, I think we good. gave it a more than pass because we didn't like the Beast song. <laughs> Stupid ass Beast song. But overall, but overall, we did enjoy it. Yes, but it's like that, I think that's a good example of like when you're so close to the animated movie, what's the point? Because I'm never gonna rewatch that movie. If I rewatch Beauty and the Beast, I'm rewatching watch the animated, animated version. Yeah. Which I did a couple months ago. I rewatched the animated. <laughs> there you go. It's like when you have two movies that are almost the same, why would you ever want to watch the newer version that's not as iconic? You know? Jungle Book, I rewatch the the movie. Yeah, I rewatched the movie, but that's because I never really I was never like the, the first Jungle Book was like was like iconic, but it didn't it was no Lion King to me as a kid. My my first my my first time seeing the Jungle Book was the movie, so that's my first Jungle Book. Oh, really? I never saw the animated one. Oh, then you probably would hate it. So I have no it. reason to watch. Yeah. Hmm. That's all. <laughs> that's, <laughs> all that's all I got. Uh, I put my phone down and everything. Yeah. Like I was comfortable. Be prepared. <laughs> so I wasn't prepared for the next, <laughs> for the next news story. But, so yeah, let's talk about the box office this weekend. So uh, all the things that I didn't see. <laughs> so Wreck-It Ralph is holding on to number one. It was number one last weekend as well. Wait, the same weekend Creek came out, it was number one? That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> Creed is great, but yeah, uh, Wreck-It, uh, Wreck-It Ralph won the weekend again, at, uh, pulling in twenty five point eight million for the weekend. Doctor Seuss is number two, and Creed has dropped from number two to number three for this weekend. Okay, Fantastic Beasts is number four. Bohemian Rhapsody, which I still want to see, is number five, and all the way down at number eight, which is getting terrible reviews. Which, because of that, I want to see it even more now. Which I didn't want to see it at first, but because the reviews are so bad, I'm like, I want to see this movie now. Robin Hood. Oh, yeah, it's being destroyed. It's being destroyed. Well, that looks like King Arthur. And, like, King Arthur was pretty wacky. (laughs) But now they're doing it again with Robin Hood. And then they're they're mixing in Batman into it. So it's like, what? But, yeah, Fantastic Beast is is treading far behind the original Fantastic Beast film. Uh, last week it saw it saw a sixty two percent drop. Or from no, it, this weekend it saw a sixty two percent drop from last weekend, and that's the highest drop of the top ten. So they're still not sure what it's gonna do. 
in terms of its uh total domestic the total domestic run yeah so that's not good for warner brothers but more than likely they're still gonna do they're still gonna do another one. Oh, we got five movies planned mm. <laughs> why though <laughs> why though the great qu- oh shit what just happened but yeah great question but anyway also with that uh hold up i just accidentally closed it but uh there's a rumor going around which i'm like whatever uh that the avengers 4 trailer is coming tomorrow don't know how accurate it is bite your tongue you liar (laughs) no i'm serious what are you talking about Like, like, don't don't promise me that, and then nothing happens. I was like, am I lying about seeing the news? No. <laughs> but yeah, there's a rumor saying it's, it's coming, it's dropping tomorrow, and, Cap- and a new Captain Marvel trailer is coming out on Wednesday. But I'm like, I don't believe none of it. There was a rumor that it was supposed to come out on Black Friday, and then there was a rumor that it was supposed to come out on another day, and another day before that, and another day with that. There's a rumor that the world is ending tomorrow, so it's like, I don't know what's... <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope it does come out tomorrow. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'll that'd be great, but I'm like, eh. <laughs> but just in case, I'm more in about Captain Marvel trailer. I don't really care, but <laughs> Avengers four, fuck girl. But yeah, journalist Anthony Quintano took to Twitter and was like, "Get ready for an Avengers four title and trailer release Monday, December 3rd. And I'm like, "All right." <laughs> I feel like don't I, tell me what to get ready for. Because <laughs> I also feel like if there was a trailer coming, I feel like the Russo brothers would have said, like they're not. I feel like they're not just gonna drop the trailer without saying, "Hey guys, check out this Monday Night Football episode." For whatever reason, wink, wink. Were there tweets? There wasn't tweets. I feel like somebody was tweeting somebody. That's what I said. There was, was journalist uh, Anthony Quintaro took to Twitter. I said, get ready for an Avengers 4 title and trailer. Oh, but a journal? I mean, like Disney. No. Was this a random journalist? Yeah, it was a journalist. And Brie Larson replied to that? I don't know. The thing I saw Brie Larson replied to. I don't know about Brie Larson. Oh, maybe There's nothing in this article about Brie Larson. Uh, I could be wrong. Which is typical. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so rumor of a trailer dropping tomorrow. I don't know what that means. Probably not going to happen. But speaking of something else, I don't know what that means. (laughs) Okay. So... All this talk about Chris Evans hanging up the shield for after Avengers 4 and he wants to focus on directing, yada, yada, yada. But uh, according to the Russo brothers, they came out and said, uh, speaking, talking about Chris Evans and giving up the, the shield. They said, I think it was more, I think it was more emotional for him than it was us because he's not done yet as Captain America. I won't explain what that means, but fans will soon understand what I'm talking about. Okay. So what do you think that? I don't know what that means. I don't know. What the fuck? You're supposed to know. How was I supposed to know? You're, you're the blurred, news guy. You're blurred vision. <laughs> what does that mean? You got connections. <laughs> do you, spo- I? you call the Russos up on your phone. All right. I'm going to call them up right now. Yo, Russos. Yeah, that, yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about online, son? Does that mean he's coming back? Flashback? I'm curious. I need to know. I need to know. Does that mean he's not dying? I don't know, man. I, I would say something, but I feel like you're gonna be like, "Oh, don't spoil my news." Okay, he said something similar about another character that got the axe recently. 
What are you talking about? Uh, Daredevil. Don't spoil my I news. Knew it. <laughs> <laughs> this is why. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> anyway, keep my mouth shut. I'm just gonna sit over here. So, speaking of something else, I don't understand. There's a lot of things I don't understand on this podcast. <laughs> so, Jordan. Yes. We saw Venom. We did. We didn't really like Venom that much. Mm, turn the wind. <laughs> but we are in the minority. Oh, yeah, for sure. China loved it. They did. So now, Venom has made more money than every single movie in the X-Men franchise. Oh, Jesus. It made These comparisons m- hurt me. <laughs> it made more money than Guardians of the Galaxy and Deadpool 2. Wait, it made more money than Deadpool 2? Yes. What? The, well, I guess Radar. It made sense. more money than Spider-Man 2. Sam Raimi, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man. That's a travesty. I knew Spider-Man 1, but I didn't know 2. The best Sam Raimi movie got outdid by Venom. It's made more money than Spider-Man Homecoming. What? <laughs> Mediocrity wins. And it's made more money than Wonder Woman. That's what really hurts. That that movie is like the pedestal for like women in the superhero genre. And Venom's like, nah, <laughs> we're way better. <laughs> we are better. We are better. So like yes, in the wind. Venom is making shit tons. Why, of- Michael? It's made more money than Captain America. Why? It's made more money than Thor. Why? I think it's made more money than the first Iron Man. Why? <laughs> <laughs> this is not a rhetorical question. I need you to tell me why it's doing so well. Because I guess ultimately it just goes to show that we as comic book fans, we don't really. We're we're shit basically. (laughs) What? Because, like, Like, we're not the mainstream. Like, that's what I'm saying. We're not the mainstream. We're not the mainstream. So that's why Venom is making money because. But even to the mainstream audience, for comic book fans, we're all like, "Oh, who wants to see this movie? Who wants to see a Venom movie without Spider-Man?" Yada yada yada. But according to these numbers, the the mainstream audience, they're like, "Oh, Venom." They don't know nothing about Venom connecting to Spider-Man. Like they have I mean, no connection to that. They just enjoyed Venom for what it was. And I uh, let me ask you: Is the mainstream audience stupid? <laughs> Apparently, I, well, I'm only saying that because it wasn't even like Venom was a good movie. You know what I mean? No, that's all I'm like. It's not, not even like it was a competent movie. But apparently it was because it's made more money than all of these other it's great competent, movies. Yeah. And I, and I get it because like Transformers is bad. But Transformers makes a lot of money. So what is it? Is it the spectacle of the CG mixed with like just enough dumb stuff to be funny dumb? I don't even know if the spectacle of the CG because Emoji Movie had a lot of CG and that movie trounced. No, 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 no. I mean like I don't even Transformers and Venom. So like big CG monsters. And like, then I also think Transformers is a little different because the first three movies were were good. Were, uh, the first three movies were, were watchable. <laughs> I feel like, wait a second. The first movie was pretty good. The second movie was worse and had racist shit in it and was like the first like, oh, this could be trash. And then the third but movie was But they were still like, like, like I said, they were still, the first three movies were still watchable. So you had an investment. I guess. So that's why people come. But this is the first Venom but movie. Even last there's night, no, there's no investment. But even last night, Mate Bank, 
Like it was terrible. It did. Long, but it, but it made but it made more money in China, the Chinese Chinese audience. Well, same for this. But it's making a lot in China too. It like, is. What is it? Is it live action with CG people like overseas? Is it is it the dumb factor? But it also like, made but it, but it also dumb? made a decent amount of money. It's not just the Chinese audience. No, 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 I know. Dec- I know. It made a decent amount of money here too. Well, so. What I'm saying is like, is it guilty pleasure effect? Like it's it's we know it's bad, but it's like popcorn bad. Like it's 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 so bad it's good at points. You know what I mean? It's a good bad movie. So it's like, is that why? It's like the Sharknado effect? I don't get it. I don't get it. I need to get it. I need to understand why this movie is doing better than Wonder Woman, Spider-Man, X-Men. That's why I said it's the mainstream The mainstream audience because they, I guess they don't have as much of an investment in Venom as we do as comic book fans. They don't care. There's no connection to Spider-Man and... And they just embolden Sony because Sony's like, our universe is forming. <laughs> it's like, no. Yeah. They're going to make more movies with Jared Leto next and we can't stop them. They're going to make a Craven movie without Spider Man and we can't stop them. They're going to make Black Cat and Silver Sable. <laughs> and we can't stop them. It's like the worst case scenario. This is this Venom movie is more successful than any of their amazing Spider Man movies. Yep. Why? <laughs> Why? So they're probably just like, yeah. So Venom is going to be the focus of this universe, because like I said, like and like you just said, it's made more money to Spider Man too. That was like their most successful Spider Sony Spider Man. Yeah, it's like Spider Man. Fuck that. We got Venom, bitch. Yeah. I was like no. <laughs> and then, but, but then that also kind of makes me like the out. But then, then, then that kind <laughs> then that kind of makes me think. Now that gives Sony more of an incentive not to renew their contract with Marvel. That's what I'm afraid of. Once. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> that is the wrong lesson to take from this. And yet, people are giving them the money. Like, bruh, if Aquaman... What? Wait, didn't make that joke? Didn't I say, what well, Venom does better than Aquaman? Well, we don't know yet, because Aquaman is not officially out yet. Bro, it did better than Wonder Woman. Do you think Aquaman can do better than Wonder Woman? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't... I don't... Probably not. <sighs> What the fuck? <laughs> Venom! <laughs> Venom! Venom! Gotta get him! <laughs> Is it the Eminem song? Is that what did it? Maybe. <laughs> Eminem promoted this movie. Oh my god. You better get an Eminem Justice League track for Justice League 2. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't... I, uh, I don't even know what to say. What? YouTube player... F- who? What? I just got an email saying your Amazon order for a, U- a tube player. I didn't order anything. Okay. <laughs> Random. But anyway, so, yeah, I, the Venom thing, I don't I don't understand, like, at all. It's mind-boggling. I can't explain it. It, it, it defies logic. Well. <laughs> like Venom. <laughs> speaking of something else that's mind-boggling and I can't understand it or explain it, so, Jordan. Michael. Jordan. <laughs> Michael. Jordan. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, so, it's happened. What? Daredevil. Oh. <laughs> the most beloved of all the MCU Netflix shows. Just coming off the, the heels of its best season. Bet the best season. Yeah. Everybody's loved this season. Yeah. I haven't seen anyone being like, man, I think season two is better. Nah, son. Nah. Season three is like head and shoulders above the rest. 
has been canceled <laughs> on Netflix. Yeah. Who would have thought in a world of the Defenders and Punisher that Jessica Jones would be, be the last woman standing? <laughs> And the Punisher, of course, but he, he he wasn't that much connected to the Defenders. Are they filming Jessica Jones season three? That's what I was gonna say. I think the only reason I think Jessica Jones and the Punisher are going to be canceled, but, but after their season, after their season, yeah. because Netflix is gonna lose money if they cancel it now after the you know they filmed the, they filmed that well no the Punisher is already done. It's okay. filmed already, but Jessica Jones is filming right now. Man, they so they better... lose. They would lose money if they're they're already in production, and then they just cancel it. So I have a feeling once they release this third season, then they're gonna cancel it. I really hope the back half of season three of Jessica Jones is. Guess what? It's actually Defender series, and Luke Cage and Danny Rand and Matt Murdock are all on this show now, just for the last six episodes or something. No, I don't. Maybe not all of them. Because I, I, I mean, there's an, there is enough time. Because I mean, if it's because the, there's no, there was no news that had kid that dropped to say season three wrapped. So there is enough time for them to do rewrites. I hope so. Because season two, there's nothing going on. Like the, the, there was no real major like central said, villain. I keep saying every time Jessica Jones comes up, I still haven't finished season two. Most people haven't seen it. Some people say it's better than season one, but they're fucking high. <laughs> so like, for that to be one of the last shows standing, I. Wow, but it's only because of co- but like I said, I think it's only because of coincidence because they're still they're filming it right now. Yeah, like like Daredevil and all that other stuff, they're not filming, so they could cancel yeah. it with no no problems. That's crazy, man. Daredevil is fucking phenomenal. Like Luke Cage, Danny, like Iron Fist. It's all fun and games until something you actually care about gets canceled. <laughs> like, oh, well, you know, Luke Cage, whatever. Ah, Iron Fist, good. And interestingly enough, a lot of people are blaming Disney. I don't think it has anything to do with Disney because at the end of the day, yeah, they're Disney properties, but it's net- Netflix is the one that owns the rights to the show, so they could do whatever they want. I think it's the- so. I think it's Netflix saying "fuck Disney" because they're doing a stream, they're doing their own streaming service, and I kind of feel like having Marvel shows on their streaming service is just a free advertisement for like, hey, if you like this, you like more of this, go over to the Disney streaming service. Oh, you think that's the reason why? I think that's part. Of, that's it's, a, it's a, I think it's a business decision. Yeah, it could be that. It could also be maybe if it's also a business decision, maybe it's also um, cost versus return. Like I, for sure, Iron Fist and Luke Cage, if they cost a lot to produce, they weren't making the return back just in terms of views. This is all just speculation because you don't know what the Netflix views are. But they did say that there was down uh, viewership was down for like all the shows. So maybe the same is also true for Daredevil. It just it just costs too much to keep these shows going versus what they're actually getting back for them. Maybe. Part of me kind of I don't think like, it's gonna be thing where they get moved to Disney. Well, part of me kind of feel like was it costing that much? Because it's not like they had it was like special effects heavy. I agree with that. That's why there was but no fucking. Just, that's why there was no dragon and uh, Iron Fist. They didn't want to pay for it. Yeah, but again, we don't know what the views were. So maybe just whatever it cost to get William D'Onofrio and Matt Mur- or Matt Murdock, uh, Charlie Cox, and all those like, actors. Maybe it just it just wasn't worth it. Like they're breaking even, and it's like, what's the point? But in the most Disney, not really politician, not really saying anything move, Disney was just like, oh, these characters. They will live on. Yeah, they will live on. It's like, what does that mean? <laughs> Better be fucking Daredevil show up in a movie. They will live on, basically mean they're going to bring it, not this version, but bring it to the streaming service and we'll just recast. <laughs> I, 
They can never recast fucking Charlie Cox. Like, they will live on as a PG-13 version. I mean, because... I don't Di- even see that cause, happening. Because Disney said, they already said they are not doing rated R content for their streaming service. Yes, I can't see that. So it's them. like, how, how are they going to live on? Come on, put them in a movie. Maybe Hulu? Nah. Cause I Disney, couldn't see them just Because now that like Disney that. own Fox, they pretty much own Hulu. So they basically have two streaming services. Nah, I couldn't see them doing that. I feel like if we're gonna see Daredevil again, it's gonna be in a movie. If they even do that, I was gonna say I don't. I don't think they're gonna do a Daredevil movie. Me either, but I don't want them to make a new show and recast either, because I feel like Charlie Cox fucking owned that role. Like he is Matt Murdock. Like Luke Cage, you know Mike Coulter. I like. If you want to recast him, I guess Danny Rand for a damn sure recast that motherfucker. <laughs> But even Jessica Jones, like I think Kristen Ritter fucking nailed that. Role. Oh yeah, I like I love I like her as Jessica Jones. Yeah, same thing with uh, Bernthal as Punisher. Like they were they were a one when it came to casting. So I don't want to see these characters recast later on. I want to see these characters continue as these actors. Yes, I'm curious of what uh, these characters will live on. What does that mean? Put them in Avengers Four. <laughs> it's too late. It's already ah. shot. <laughs> it's already. That's already done. Why did you even make them this? Uh, so. Back. What? Not my back hurt. Oh, I thought you said I'll be back. No. I'm like, where are you going? <laughs> but yeah, speaking of something else, so I'm like, why did you even make this? So a show that you didn't watch that I watched. What? True Blood. Oh, that show. That I really enjoyed. Until you and Jamie they got, would talk about. Until they got to the fifth season where it got stupid. I agree. The fourth season was way Shut better. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so True Blood is now getting a musical. <laughs> which what? I'm just like, exa- exactly. That's, that's my reaction. I'm like, what? What? Why? Great question. But yeah, they're work they're workshopping it right now. And it says uh Alan Ball, who's the original show creator, showrunner, he was like, Yeah, I hear the music is actually pretty good. It tells the story of vampires coming out the closet and this love story, and then ultimately uh blah blah blah. You know, the story's from the book. So yeah, True Blood is getting a uh Broadway musical. So if you're fans of True Blood, which I am, be on the lookout of the musical. Which I'm like, uh, uh, Broadway's kind of expensive, but I'm like, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll keep my ear out for it. I'll <laughs> listen to the soundtrack. If the soundtrack hooks me, maybe I'll go see it. Why? <laughs> I'm a fan of musicals, and I'm a fan of vampires, and I like True Blood, so. <laughs> okay. Blood, sex, gore, magic, so we'll see. True Plus, Blood, talking about. I, I can't rhyme. What, what rhymes with blood? Blood. Talking about my best, bud. <laughs> blood, blood, flood. Let's do it. Why are you doing this? But speaking of musicals, this might get Jordan excited. What? Wow! What are you talking so, about, Michael? <laughs> Hugh Jackman announced that he is going on a world tour. Wait, what? To perform... The Greatest Showman. Like a play? No, the songs. But not a play. But the musical is coming on Broadway. I already mentioned that before. Wait, 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 wait. So what is he doing? A world tour. But like like a concert kind of thing? Yeah. What? Yeah. There's going to be a Greatest Showman concert? Yep. 
So they're just going to go through all the songs. Basically. Win. <laughs> and I, it's not the whole cast. It's just Hugh Jackman. So so no Zac Efron, no Zendaya. No, just Hugh Jackman. So who's doing, I guess it doesn't matter. He's going to do all the parts. <laughs> He's going to sing it. Pretty much. Wow. Or he might just do his songs. We ride the star. He sings to himself. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he had a lot of songs, so he might just do his songs. And, or he might, or he might have like, uh, like uh, background singers or whatever help him with the other. This motherfucker needs to be in Wolverine movie. <laughs> Clearly, he doesn't know what to do with himself when he's not in the Wolverine movie. <laughs> I mean, he wants to go back to his roots. Um, like he was a musical theater. Like, so when is it gonna be? He, here? he was known like how he got his start is he wanted Tony for Oklahoma. Mm. Which is a musical. Yeah. No, no, no. The Boy from Oz. Okay. So so when's he coming into New York? Uh, I might see that. That's kind of fucking awesome. There's no dates for yet. Wait. Okay. Says it doesn't kick off until next year. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you waited for. But yeah, there's no date. There's no dates for it yet, but it kicks off next year. So okay, I I'm actually interested in that. I might be first in line. Well, something else that I might be interested for. What's up? So WB, WB Warner Brothers DC uh-huh. is currently in development of a better universe. <laughs> well. Probably not. Okay. <laughs> they're doing Jaime Reyes. Oh, I saw this. Blue Beetle movie. They just, they just throw things out. Like, what? where did this come from? Okay. But it's the big deal is that it's going to be the first Spanish superhero, right? Hispanic, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I'm Puerto Rican, or half Puerto Rican, so. Are you, though? <laughs> Hola. See, there you go. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's, that's all I needed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, Jaime Reyes, Blue Beetle, getting a movie. But I wonder if they're gonna go into the because they they fl- they they fluctuate on his uh on his origin. One moment the scarab is magic, next moment is science. An alien. So I wonder what they're what which version are they gonna do? I like the alien thing, but then it's kind of like Venom, right? Murrow. It's kind of like Venom. It's a yeah. it's sentient alien that attaches itself but to you. Venom made money. There you go. That's why so DC's that, like, oh, uh, oh, we gotta get that Venom money. Yeah. <laughs> don't we get? Don't we got Spanish kids kind of like Venom, but blue and a bug? Get that guy. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Blue Beetle movie development, whatever. Are you excited for that? DC hasn't really won me over yet. It's kind of like Iron Man meets Venom, right? Yeah, yeah, just about. That's, that's probably how they sold it. Because, I mean, he has the same, like, repulsor blast type exactly. shit. And a suit that forms over his body. Mm-hmm. And I, actually, his suit in Infinity War kind of looks like Blue Beetle. With, like, the wings and yeah, shit. Yeah, with the wings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so DC was like, we got to get all, we got to get the Iron Man. We get the Venom money. We're going to get all the money. <laughs> Put a Smash Kid in there. People love Black Panther. <laughs> Just like, uh. <laughs> Speaking of something else I'm signing at. So... CW at this point might as well just rename their network the DC TV, DC TV. <laughs> so they announced they're coming out with another show. 
Okay. Another one? Another one. Uh, another one. Another one. It's <laughs> too many. And it's going to be called... Cancel one of them. That's what it needs to be called. It should <laughs> be called Cancel. <laughs> this show's about the cancel. But it's going to be called... Super Clean. What? Jordan, can you guess what Super Clean is about? Don't tell me it's like superhero janitors or something. Close. Super Clean? Yeah. What is it? You, you were close. Okay. Was It's not janitors? Well, they're not superhero janitors, but... They're just janitors? They're, they clean... It's basically damage control. Why? <laughs> why? Why? So yeah, Super Clean will be written... An executive produced by Glow producer Sasha Rothschilds, and Super Clean is based on a, a graphic novel, and it focuses on Becky Masters, a normal human with exceptional organization skills, who leads a group of non-powered cleaners to fix superhero messes. Non-powered cleaners. What the fuck? Why? Damage- they already control. did this though. And it got canceled. Yeah. So why are we doing another one? <laughs> I don't get it. With Vanessa Hudgens or whatever. That's the key. Vanessa Hudgens. That was on was NBC. Right. It was like on NBC or whatever. Yeah. I don't get so why are we doing this again? Why are we doing this is again? Is it in the Arrowverse? It has to be, right? Black just, Lightning, is it? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm kinda <laughs> offended if this is what Black Lightning is it. <laughs> uh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the oversaturation is super. Yeah, genre. I don't know, but yeah, no further detail, no further details besides that. Okay. And no premiere date. Well, I am not looking forward. But to I'm that. just like, what? Who? And like, I want to know what was the meeting in the executive's office where they had to pitch this show, and they was like, "That sounds great, green light." Because <laughs> I'm like. Especially since, again, they've tried this exact same thing. Yes. In the DC universe. Yes. And it got canceled. Yes. We've done this before, people. Uh, Why? I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. That's stupid. Super clean, guys. Super clean. <laughs> it's not even a good name. Like, <laughs> super clean. Okay. Sounds like a fucking... Mr. Clean. Yeah, that's Mr. what it sounds clean, like. It sounds like a... Super, super clean. Super clean. <laughs> sounds like a product. So, something else that's in development, Warner Brothers is developing everything. So, guess what else is being something developed? Something's got to work. <laughs> yeah, something's got to work because Superman's not working. Batman's not working. God damn it. So, something else that's got to work and getting developed. Okay. Which, uh, depending on how they do it, I'm excited about it, but I'm not because it's still Warner Brothers. <laughs> what they're doing is a Zatanna movie. Blarbrum blur, blur, Gargor Splat. <laughs> What? Zatanna. Why? Backwards speaking. But I know, but why why Zatanna? Because Doctor Strange was the thing? Yeah. Magic. Again, they keep announcing these movies. What the fuck? Where's Flash? What's up with that? There's also talks that the Flash might be getting put on the back burner because it's taking forever. Like we haven't heard any <laughs> we haven't heard any talks about uh, movement with the Flash, and now he's starting. And now the Fantastic Beast is, you know, five movies. He's gonna be, he's gonna be busy with that. Flash, Batman, Superman. Where are these characters? They're putting them on the back burner to focus on Zatanna, Blue Beetle, Birds of Prey. Uh, oh, Bat- and that Batgirl, Supergirl. Oh, I'll talk about that. Shut the fuck up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like that fucking name. All right, this is dumb. DC is dumb. God damn it. 
even Aquaman is like half a step forward, and all this shit is like ten steps back. <laughs> so yeah, Zatanna, it's coming. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Emphasis on maybe. Uh, what else? Where is it? Did I close it? The accidentally? black black canary thing. No, birds uh, of framing or whatever it is. Yeah, there we go. I was like, where is it? <laughs> Ridiculous. But I'll name. get to that later. Okay. So this is more important though. So, since they're focusing on all the all these other characters, you know, uh, that aren't the quote unquote mainstream, mm-hmm. they're looking to cast these characters. And so there's a rumor going around about Batgirl and who they're looking at for Batgirl. Okay. And it's a person that we probably more than likely won't be a fan of. Why? Who is it? Because it's Kristen Stewart. What the <laughs> fuck? Why? What? Chris- huh? Kristen Stewart. And like, Barbara the, Gordon. Like you said that, I'm like, there's not many names you can say. I'd be like, what? Why? That's literally like, there's a short <laughs> list. And that's on the list. <laughs> Twilight Girl. Avoid at all costs. Why would you? What? Yes. DC, what the fuck? This is why Venom is better than you. <laughs> Shit like this. Uh, What does it say? Hold on. <laughs> it's like it's like three names on that list. And that was literally one of them. But yeah. well, why give her work? What the fuck? Uh, according to Cos- Cosmo Book, Cosmic Book News, yeah, Chris- the rumors is Kristen Stewart is being looked at for for uh, Batgirl. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> say yeah. I don't know what else to say. There's nothing else to say. It's like why? Why would? Why? Why would they? Why? Just why? That Joss Whedon was originally supposed to do. That he's not now. That he's not now. So instead, they're gonna get Kristen. <laughs> Stewart. One face, Kristen Stewart. No expression, yeah. Kristen Stewart. To be Batgirl. Yeah. A flagship DC character. Yeah. I remember she's doing uh, Charlie's Angels, too. So maybe that's why. Why does she like, still get like, work? Charlie's Angels, that's about fight ass-kicking women, right? So And Kristen Stewart's in that, right? She could be Barbara, she could be Barbara Gordon. What? She's what? an ass-kicking woman, right? Why, why do people fail up? <laughs> like, shit... Wow. White, white people fail up. Yeah, I, see, I was, I was thinking that, but I didn't want to say it. <laughs> but thank you for saying what I was thinking. <laughs> we don't fail up. <laughs> no. You fuck up once and you're done forever. Yeah, one black movie, if it does per- poorly, we're not doing any more of those. Yeah. But when it comes to- What? Over- that girl from Twilight that everyone hated? Give her more movies. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah, exactly. Why? How many bad movies can Matt Damon do before he's still given the leading role in these bad movies? That's a good point. Like that that Great Wall shit that he got. Hey, that was a great movie. You didn't see that, girl. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> I'm like, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of something that's great, so Jordan, what's up? Birds of Prey has finally got an official title. Hey, you want to know what it's called? It's called. Ridiculous. <laughs> Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Isn't that an awesome title? No. <laughs> it's a mouthful and it's ridiculous. That's a fucking great title. Like, it, it's, it's, it reeks of try hard. Like, you're trying too hard to be Deadpool. It reeks of what the fuck. <laughs> like, even Deadpool doesn't have... It's Deadpool 2. That's Deadpool, a very good point. Deadpool. 
That's what I mean. It's try hard. You're trying way too hard to be Deadpool. And then on top of that, it just tells me more that you're like really leaning into Harley. Like it's, it's really just a Harley Quinn movie with the Birds of Prey just like background noise. But it's like... I hate this. I hate this. I hate this news. I hate all of (laughs) Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Again, I want to know... Can they even fit on a poster? (laughs) I want to know who the fuck... Like, I want to sit in these meetings when they said, what's the title of this movie? Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Beasts of Where to Find Them and Emancipation of the Proclamation... I will save liberty, whatever, for one and all, Star Spangled, bless God, America. Like, <laughs> bless God, America. Who, 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 I don't get it. Like, who the fuck said, sold? Put that on a poster. Is that confirmed the title? That's oh, good. that's confirmed. Oh, that's no. Not a ru- that's not a rumor. I thought that was like a rumor. No, that's not a rumor. Yeah, I'm just, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying too hard, DC. But yeah, it's an official title from Warner Brothers itself. Yeah, they're they're just... What are you doing, Warner Brothers? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know what to say. Like, I, I, I have nothing. <laughs> I have nothing for that. Like, did they been inching Harley Quinn in the comics toward Deadpool too? Have you been fearing any recent comics of Harley Quinn? No. Okay. Well, whatever they. I know in the re- most recent comic, they make it allude. They make it seem like she killed Wally West because Wally West died in the comics. Yeah, and that weird. And they make it seem like Harley Quinn killed him. Yeah, I don't, which is fucking stupid. Real stupid. He's the fastest man alive. Speed Force God. So is she. No, she's not. <laughs> she has a. She has bat powers. Yeah, she's got Deadpool with that bat breaking powers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, I don't even have a segue because I'm like, I have, I'm a lost word <laughs> with this title. We get it, DC. You want a Deadpool. Got it. <laughs> but speaking of more, some more DC news. So uh, but, but this is, again, something else we're excited about because we mentioned. So the Arrowverse Elseworlds crossover, they already announced that Batwoman is going to be in this world. So if there's a Batwoman, that must mean there's a Batman. And so they basically explained the reason that Batman's not going to be in this uh, trailer because in this world, uh, basically they said uh, Gotham City is essentially a failed city because the Batman has been missing for several years and thus crime has flourished. So that's their way of explaining away Batman. Always something. He can't just be around. He's no, gotta, he's missing. He's missing. For years, not not he just went missing. If Batman's been missing for years, he's dead. You know what I'm saying? Like Batman just doesn't disappear for years. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, and then on top of that, and for me, it doesn't make sense. It, it would make more sense in the story for Batwoman to suddenly show up after all, seven seasons of Arrow if Batman just went missing. Yeah, and then on top of that, I kind of feel like wouldn't that be a major news story that Bruce Wayne? Granted, maybe not Batman, but Bruce Wayne yeah, is Bruce missing. Wayne disappearing. Yeah, for sure. One of the world's richest men. I agree with that, but you know. So I also think that would also, yeah, that would make more sense for the Arrow. Like uh, Batman just went missing. Now that's what that. Now that's why Batgirl is. Sh- I mean, Batwoman is showing up or making herself known to the Arrowverse. But whatever, I don't write whatever the excuse is. Yeah, I don't write these shows. <laughs> Apparently, I'm not smart enough. I am excited to see 
uh, Batwoman in the Arrowverse, though. Just to have a Batman figure with the other Arrow people. Agreed. But uh, something I'm not excited about, because I'm like, I don't know what this uh, might portell for the future of Black Lightning. Oh, perhaps too black? What is that? <laughs> but uh, Salim Akil, who Ooh. is the showrunner of Black Lightning. So do I blame him for the fucking terrible musical choices? Yes. Fuck He's him. the showrunner. Okay. Well, it's your old ass sensibilities in music, old man. That's why I can't get into the action scenes. Warner Brothers. Well, he was the showrunner last season, too. Oh. Well, you're pushing too hard into your <laughs> iTunes playlist, buddy. <laughs> but Warner Brothers Television has now opened up an investigation into him, into domestic violence claims. Wait, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> wait, okay. But, all right. All, all right. One of, yeah, so there's claims again that uh, that he's uh, committing domestic violence, and so Warner Brothers is opening an investigation. What? Random. So, How did this even come up? It's an article in uh, Dead, and uh, it's an article, and so, and Deadline, Deadline uh, broke the news that he's, uh, I, I guess, is uh, physically the law. Wait. The lawsuit against Akil was first reported earlier this week. Oh, so he's being sued by his wife? Uh, no, he's being sued by a woman named Amber Dixon Brenner. Alleges that she and Akil had a physically and sexually abusive relationship, which began 10 years ago. The documents give very graphic details where Brenner alleges numerous graphic uh Occasions of abuse at the hands of a kill, including slapping, strangling, and forced oral sex. Brenner claims that a kill once asked her to follow him into the bathroom at a birthday party where he slapped her, forced her to perform oral sex, and urinated in his in in her mouth. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! So, Whoa! Yeah. So now, so because of that, I don't know when this came up or what. Like I don't know, and like there's no that not much details beyond that. But yeah, now Warner Brothers. It almost sounds like some kinky shit they're into. Like, apparently, she's not. If she's, I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Kinky so, shit that he's into. Does he have a wife? He he does have a wife. So this is like an extramarital thing he was doing. Or? Yes. Oh, okay. So that's also a thing. Yes. It's like, oh, by the way, this bitch I was fucking on the side is not coming out and saying that I was doing domestic violence there. So now, yeah, Warner Brothers is uh, cause they they both show run the show him him and his wife. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, that is so much worse. <laughs> so that might oh, that's some scandalous shit in Black Lightning. So yeah, that might end up causing question, either question, that question. might end up causing either Black Lightning to get canceled because he's because they might fire him or they just might hire another showrunner. Why don't you just keep her, the wife? She might not want to be a part of it anymore. Why? It's also her baby, right? Yeah, but it might, that's, that's but it might remind her of him. Yeah, like there might be some. They're creative. T- okay, are they both black and this woman's white? Or I don't know if the woman's white or not. That would be so. I'm they, sorry, but it's yeah, they, but say, they are. But they are both black. But that would be such an ironic thing because she. I mean, she might be black too. She might be. But I'm just saying, for the career of Black Lightning to be cheating on his wife with a white chick, how juicy would that be? <laughs> You make it sound like this is like... <laughs> well, it's, a, it's such a pro-black show. It's like juicy. Well, because like if it's such a pro-black show and then like it turns out the showrunner, like one of the creative minds behind it, 
who's all pro-black is like fucking some white chick on the side and then beating her up like that's that's like extra like whoa dog i mean that hap- that happens like uh for example like children of blood and not not so, no, so much of like domestic violence but like children of blood and blown children of blood and bone is like a very black centric afrocentric uh afrofuture what is that afrofuturist book okay and uh but the creator she's she's uh dating a white white dude I mean, dating a white dude is not the same thing as, like, I'm talking about you have a established, beautiful black queen, and then you're all preaching all this good shit about black power, man, blah, 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 and then you're cheating on her on the side, and then even worse than just cheating on her, you're, like, fucking up, you're beating up the other chick, which is that's so weird. And that kind of happened. That, that That's why there was a backlash with uh, Jesse, Jesse, what's his name from Grey's Anatomy? Like, why are you beating up, not, like, not your wife, but some random chick that you're hooking up with? Maybe he feels like he can get away with it, since it is a side. Since it's a side chick, I don't know. That's so weird. I don't know. Cause like when you ex- when you explain what he did, doesn't that sound like some kinky shit? That might yeah, that might be stuff he's into. But that, she's not. That she's not. But so like you would think you'd run that by your side chick before you start doing that shit to her. You know what I mean? Follow me to the bathroom so you can I suck mean, my dick. I'm sometimes, slap the shit out of you. sometimes not, because like there are people that are into inter- like a friend. Nah, I'm not gonna tell this story. <laughs> oh, I mean, oh, scandalous! I'm gonna say I'm not because I'm not gonna name names, but well, no, I'll still say. But like a friend of mine said that somebody she that somebody she knows was is into choking, and so they would do they started doing stuff, and then out of the blue, like they never had a previous discussion about it before, okay. and then out of the blue, while they were you know. Fooling, they weren't having like full penetrative sex, but they were doing sexual stuff. Uh-huh. And then like he started choking her. I was just like the fuck, like. See, I can't get into that. We never talked. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, we never had a conversation about this. He's like, yeah, I'm into it. No, I'm not. Yeah, right. You can't. Especially <laughs> a man. Like, if a woman does it to a man, it's one thing. Cause it's like, I- I'm I'm speaking from experience. I've been in that situation where I've been hooking with the girl and she started choking me, and all I can do is like pretend I like it. Cause otherwise I'm like if I if I act like I'm hurting right now I'm a bitch I'm not gonna do that <laughs> I'm like oh yeah but you yeah. are a bitch though I so. am a bitch. <laughs> but I don't want her to know that <laughs> so it's like that's that's one thing but it just doesn't seem like a good look for a bigger stronger man to be choking a woman during sex if you're into that if you're into it and like you talk about it and the girl wants yeah that, if you talk about it before that's one thing that's one thing but, but you just, just to do it do, yeah do it like a girl could get away with that. But a guy, nah, son. That's like so. That's probably what happened. Like they probably had a thing going on that she was that she didn't have a problem with. But then, but then he started doing extra shit that she's like, no, nah, I'm not okay with this. Yeah, <laughs> I draw the line at uh, being pissed on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't get people that are into like me either. That's fucking weird. Golden showers. <laughs> Wait, who does like a golden shower? It's it's gold. No. <laughs> Twenty-four <laughs> carats. <laughs> Leave that to Bruno Mars. <laughs> Twenty-four carat magic in the air. Oh, that's dark. <laughs> Man, yeah, so some scandalous we'll, shit. So yeah, we'll see uh what goes on with the further with that investigation. I'm just more curious of what it leads, what it might lead for Black Light. Is it bad that part of me is like good? Cause I hate that funk music. <laughs> Like it's so fucked up. Yeah, you're racist. But I'm like, maybe if he leaves, he'll change the music. But it also change it also changed the show. That's true too. Hey, I'm I'm down for a change. I'm not gonna lie. Anyway, because remember the first we still liked the first season and they were behind the first season. I did, I did, I did, I did. 
So anyway, I don't know why they cut out that original music guy though. I liked him. Power, 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 p- power. Something else that I'm, eh, I don't know. I don't want to say I'm not a fan of it, but I'm not a fan of it. <laughs> okay. So, uh, they released the first images of how, because I mentioned this a while ago before, that Buffy the Vampire Slayer got canceled in comic book form, because, you know, now it's owned by Disney. So right. now Dis- Buffy's a Disney princess. And so with that... Doesn't make sense, but okay. <laughs> shut the fuck up. She's a Disney princess. She's the queen of all slayers, or she's the ruler of all slayers, whatever. No, but okay. <laughs> yes, she is. Fuck you. All right. Eat my pussy, bitch. <laughs> what the fuck? So... Uh, the comic books were being done by Dark Horse. Okay. They were taken from Dark Horse, and which was weird because I would you would think like Marvel would start producing Buffy comics since it's under Disney banner, but no, it's gone to Boom Studios, which who did the who are doing the Power Rangers comics. So they released the first images of uh the Buffy characters. That was great. That was just like Sarah Michelle Gellar. So is Sarah? Was like Xander. Xander, his Willow, also good. These character designs are great. Giles, also great. And Anya. Also great. <laughs> so and here's Spike. Also great. These are great. And Drusilla. That doesn't it doesn't look like Drusilla. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, great to everything else, but that it one. looks like well, it looks like the actress, but the way she's dressed. Yeah, without the outfit, I can't really tell. Yeah, it doesn't look like how she's dressed. She looks like she's not crazy. Yeah. But with the images, they also fully fully released what like the story is going to be because I mentioned before that they're going to take her back to high school and I'm like I'm not a fan of that because we already know what we need to know Mm. from high school but in a way of justifying like why they're doing it they're basically taking Buffy and putting her in high school but they're putting it instead of her being a product of the 90s now it's Buffy as if she was in high school in 2018 or in today's society so they're doing the ultimate Spider-Man basically alright I'm done with that that's cool. It's like a it's like a soft reboot kind of thing. I'm still kind of not a fan. Oh my god! <laughs> Old Miss Barbie was. And great. then also, I'm like, they released all these images. I'm where where's Cordelia? And then I'm like, question, so actually. if Buffy's in high school, are they gonna introduce Oz, or is Willow gonna be a lesbian in high school? Oh, that's right. She came out later. Yeah, she came out of college. So I'm like, I'm not a fan of all the like. I like Oz and all that stuff. So I'm like, I'm not a fan of that. But then at the same time, oh my time, god, you still had that. Is this is a different version? No, I don't want it. Ultimate Spider Man. I don't want it. Ultimate Spider Man was great. Fuck that. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I liked all the changes they did in Ultimate Spider Man. Not because like it was like, oh, it's better, but a lot of times it's more interesting. It's like, oh, that's different. Okay. I'm still gonna check it out. Like Scorpion was like a clone of Spider Man in Ultimate Spider Man at first. I'm still gonna check it out. But whatever. Okay. So anyway, uh. I guess it's probably going to be long, but yeah. So I'm end up not. I'm going to end up not talking about Pokemon because we're we're at a time crunch. We got two minutes. But yeah, but Nintendo Switch, which I just recently got, uh, has now become the best selling Nintendo console in U.S. history during a Thanksgiving weekend during Black Friday because everybody went out and got a Nintendo Switch. I got it before Black Friday, but is that Pokemon game like one of the classics? And, and it's because of Pokemon. Is it like a Pokemon Pokemon game? Basically, it's Pokemon Yellow with updated graphics, more See, or less. I was wondering. Okay, so it's like a, there's gems, it's legit like Elite Four type yeah. of deal? Yeah. That's fucking awesome. I want to play. I'm having, <laughs> I'm having fun. And this is on what? Nintendo Switch. I want to play. <laughs> I'm <laughs> playing it. I, I can't even, I gotta get a PS4 first. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. The only, thing, uh... the only thing I'm not really a fan of is 
they added a little too much Pokemon Go in it in the sense that just you remember how in the original Pokemon when you run into a Pokemon in the wild, you fight. Yeah. And then you got to get them weak. Yeah. And then you catch them. Mm-hmm. And this, you got to just keep throwing balls at them and hope, you know. Oh, that's stupid. Which runs into an issue because now you got to, sp- not real money, but you got to keep trying to find money to get because you're wasting a lot of balls. Because sometimes you can end up throwing like 10 balls into at a Pokemon and not catch them. Got you. And then you got to go buy more. And then you're running out of money because you got to keep buying balls. And it's like, the fuck? All right, well, give us your full, free review, yeah, your full review next week. So we can also talk about Wreck-It Ralph, Creed 2, some Pokemans. Because I am interested in that as someone who loves Pokemon but doesn't have a Switch. But yeah, but the podcast recorder is about to run out of time. But we And I still got more news. So there's I'm more just, news? It's two weeks worth of news. There's, oh, you should have prioritized the new stuff. There's Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse stuff. Like, I got 100% score on Rotten Tomatoes. Fuck yes. Uh, I could try to probably do it real quick. Rocksteady has confirmed that they're not doing a Superman game. Okay. <laughs> uh, we got 20 seconds, Michael. <laughs> whatever, we're done. Bye. There's, there, there's more Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse stuff, but yeah. Yeah, we could talk about it next week. It's all right. And Cowboy Bebop is getting a Netflix thing. And it will be terrible. <laughs> Just like that, though. But yeah, next week we'll talk about Creed, Wreck-It Ralph, Titans, all stuff we missed. Um, yeah, it's been Blur Vision for the week. It's been Jordan with Michael. And we will see you next week. Bye. Peace.
watch it. <laughs> Did you watch it, bitch? <laughs> yeah, I watched it. What do you think? I don't like anything you do, so. <laughs> Get the fuck out. <laughs> You're out. <laughs> it was funny. It was cute. I liked it. Who was the putty? I know that wasn't you dancing, so. I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah, I knew that. Fuck you. <laughs> I could dance. No, that was uh, Kid Haro. It's a guy from Cali. Um, I was really talking about the footage for Unworthy 2. Not the skit. That's not what you asked. You just said, did you watch it? Okay. Well, did you like it? Uh, it's like a completely different question. That's the question. <laughs> the actual teaser? Yeah, the teaser. Oh, the teaser was fucking great. Oh, okay. Good. I'm keeping this in the podcast. <laughs> oh, never mind. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> All right, let's start. I have a podcast persona and a real persona, Jordan. You're breaking... <laughs> <laughs> your, your podcast I persona. I, I can't praise you on the podcast, Jordan, uh, unless it's the 100th episode. <laughs> I got you. Or the 200th now. <laughs> Maybe maybe 150. I'll give you a little. Okay. All right. That's good. 